Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, September 18th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Full Spend Yacht Club Sunday Hangout and AMA. Let's take a listen. Hello, hello, hello. Hope you guys are doing well today. Welcome to Full Spend Sundays with your your host himself, Riley Pettit, and our wonderful co-host i'm gonna invite you to co-host boom booms just because our wonderful co-host big booms himself i feel like that was a good intro we should we should keep going with those kind of intros yeah it was nice <laughs> like we can rotate i'll do an intro for you in the next one i like this idea i like this idea <laughs> gotta do like a uh what is it william buffer let's get ready to space <laughs> <Something> like that. <laughs> Let's get ready to host this space. <laughs> I like it. I like it. An otter out. <laughs> How's your Sunday been so far? Oh, so far, so good. Uh, you know, woke up, so that's a good day to begin with. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's always a good day when you wake up. Yeah. No, I still, still the same. We got good friends. We got good family. I'm, a, I'm a wealthy man. So. Yep, everything good here. And an amazing community, you know, oh, behind yeah. so it's, it's good days, good days. Without a doubt. Oh, I've made a lot of friends in these uh in this NFT spaces and stuff like that. I I talk to a lot of people now. So yep, I've definitely definitely met some very, very cool people. So I see B bands uh joined us. Thank you. I think I'm the reason you came. <laughs> I invited her. She is a mod over at Space Skellies. Yeah, I was going to say that yeah, they were in this space. Yeah. Uh, we did the collab spaces, yep. you know. Yep. Get to know them a little bit, hear from them. Yeah. That's good. It's good to see them here, too, as well. Yeah, I talked to her quite a bit. So, smart. I'm, a, I'm amazed at how smart most of these people are. <laughs> it's humbling. Because I'm definitely not at that level of some of these people. So, <laughs> no, I understand what you mean, and it's always good to have smarter people in the room. Oh, for it's sure. there's something to learn, you know. For sure, for sure. When you guys start talking all your smart shit, I'll just go get snacks and shit, just so you guys can go. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me the cliff notes later. <laughs> uh, nah, booms, you're you're. You're more intelligent than you give yourself yeah, credit for. Yeah, well, we're always hard on ourselves, I suppose. But that's true. That's true. But it, you guys do talk about some pretty technical stuff. Like it's like you're ordering a pizza, though. I mean, talking the uh, terahashes and all the conversions, and I'm just kind of sitting there, like, 
cool. So what does that mean? <laughs> Get a uh, large pizza yeah. with some exactly. uh, immersion cooling, some overclocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just just picture a monkey slapping symbols together when you guys start talking that stuff, because that's me. Like, wow. <laughs> definitely got some big brains that I'm dealing with and I'm honored to be involved with all of them. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy just to see everybody come together and what collectively all, you know, we all had something different. There's still stuff that I need to learn and it's cool to see us all, you know, making things happen, coming together as a community. We have, we have an amazing team though. I mean, from top to bottom. Uh, everyone brings something different to the table and yeah it's they're they're pretty amazing i enjoy our staff chats a lot i do too it feels like we're more friends than it employees it obviously. does it does well i've known d5 for a while i've known ecclesia for a while i've known egg 11 for a while i knew them all from the terra thing i've actually known them all longer than i've known you but you know this is cool. It's like I said that we all went through something together and, and we maintained and, and kept uh, a friendship going. And I talked to DeFi quite a bit, you know, back in the day, we talked a lot more. We were both grinding in the uh, Terra zombies, trying to get, trying to get them levels. <laughs> Nobody could touch me. <laughs> the good old days, the good old days. Yeah. Well, well the good old days, you know, you know, here soon. <laughs> <laughs> And rugged by a whole chain. <laughs> Imagine that. Not even a whole chain, just by a few hackers. <sighs> what can you do? So what just do you do you have anything important you need to talk about, or can I ask this question? Um, I don't think I have anything too important. I mean, just uh everything we talk to... about is important, but you know what I mean. Exactly, but, exactly. So did you hear that Doquan has a warrant out for his arrest? Oh, no. No way. Bro, that's what I'm saying. That's why you should only invest in projects that are fully doxxed, where yeah. you can open a lawsuit yep. against the person if they, if they do anything bad. It's just like there needs to be levels of accountability. There does. That's crazy. Yep. Where, where's the warrant at? Is it um, Philip? philippines or some weird little some weird i only heard bits and pieces of it i just saw doquan warrant and i'm like uh oh <laughs> so then i watched a quick little video but he's in some some little country right now that i i don't remember i've honestly never heard of i'm kind of ignorant to the other other side of the world i'll admit it <laughs> but uh um, but yeah, he's supposed to have a warrant out for his arrest. I don't know if it's myth or, not, or rumor or whatever, but yeah, it's <laughs> someone's, it someone's trying you, to get him. Could you imagine uh, just not being doing the due diligence for your the blockchain you invented and then yeah. becoming uh, <laughs> an international fugitive? Yeah. What a, what a time to be alive. Yeah, uh, I wonder. Well. That's 100% true because you know people like to create a bunch of FUD to get the clicks and views. Yeah, yeah. I never, I didn't care enough to look into it more, to be honest. You know, I, I don't get into gossip and rumors. I try to focus on what we're doing with facts and stuff like that. But hey, Scotty. Hey, what's up, everybody? I didn't want to interrupt you guys. 
How you doing? Hey, hey, never a worry. That's kind of why we're here. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Just want to jump up and chat. We're here for it. So. Heck How's yeah. Heck yeah. It's going good. I'm driving, so I hope I'm. I don't cut out too much. Uh, I I just wanted to interject the thought I had about Doquan. Uh, you guys noticed that nobody ever talked about uh, him doing something illegal until after the crash. I'm under the impression people in Korea put pressure on the government or on the authorities to do something to him after everyone lost their asses. I don't think that they would have gone after him if they didn't crash like that. Um, but I do think that I think it's a combination of a little bit of both. And from what I've heard, I think it also has to do with some of the statements he made prior to the crash. Where wow, you mean when he called everyone cockroaches? No. The law doesn't care about your feelings. The law doesn't care about your feelings. Saying that uh like that algorithmic stable coins are always gonna go to zero and like all these different like and there's the videos of him like in person saying it. it's not just a tweet or something that could be like, oh somebody else tweeted that. It was like videos of him saying it and it was very incriminating to basically show that like i it was i don't i don't want to quote or anything but it was enough that i was like dang he really said oh that oh my god it was like yeah that's uh, we, we call that loose lips sink ships well some yeah. people just get so much money they just they feel invincible and they feel like they can say whatever they want to say and and there are consequences to what you say what? about people it, it it'll catch up to you eventually Agreed. Yeah. People with a lot of money sometimes, like that guy Max, that Bitcoin guy who just screams and yells nonstop like a maniac. Yeah, yeah. It's... I get it. You're rich, but come on, just go enjoy your life. Yeah. Why you got to stand there and badmouth everything and everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so Booms, I think uh, the arrest warrant was issued by South Korea, but he is, I think he's living in Singapore still. So, you know, okay. they have different regulations for what happened with Terra and and he's basically the warrant is out because they're claiming that Terra you know the whole ecosystem both both UST and Luna were considered unregistered securities you know which is just basically you know the hot topic that's been surrounding crypto for a long time now and 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 it's different for every jurisdiction right so South Korea obviously is trying to trying to nail him uh, because of all the South Koreans that lost basically so much money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like he's he's cooperating with with the governments. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I wonder, though, how is it that he's getting an arrest warrant in that country when he's doing his work in another? Is his citizenship hold him liable there, too? That I don't know, but it sounds like he is cooperating. He he probably if if they tried to extradite him, they could probably do it. But because he is in a different, technically, uh, well, Singapore is like a, an island state, so I don't know how the laws work out there. And that's probably one of the reasons why they moved from Korea to Singapore in the first place is to try to mm -hmm. circumvent some of these legal issues with with what they were building at Terra or at TFL. Um, yeah, Do Kwan's a major genius. That dude graduated Stanford, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And yeah, uh, if he was lie or if he was susceptible to extradition from where he sits, he'd move because the guy we we see proof he cashed in 2.7 billion uh, before yeah. the crash. I mean, we know this for fact. He cashed it in. So 2.7 billion in the bank. The man's not going to put himself in a position where he can be extradited. At least that's my opinion. 
Especially well, with I that agree. much money. I agree. He's got advisors that would tell him that kind of shit, too. I agree with that. Yeah, he yeah. must have really smart people on his team. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's a genius. He really is. I mean, the, if, if those videos, I never heard of those videos about the algorithmic stable going to zero. If I had seen videos like that, man, I'd have felt like, what the hell am I following this guy so closely for then? Like, why am I putting all my eggs in one basket? Because that's literally what I did with Luna. And I'm one of the many that watched a big amount of money disappear. Yeah, I thought that was kind of the whole premise of the lawsuits, but it makes more sense about the securities. My thought was that uh, they were trying to pin him for like fraud and scams or something like that. And that uh, his statements kind of showed that he was aware that eventually something would happen. And that combined with him pulling out money before the crash uh, was enough to in court show that he was aware of what was going to happen and didn't really prevent it and you know curated it in some sort of a way i mean i know it was hackers but it's interesting it wasn't really hackers you know that it wasn't hackers these were people who borrowed billions of dollars to to depeg the ust and then to crash bitcoin because of the bitcoin reserve and they literally bought 1.5 billion dollars of ust with with borrowed bitcoin that they were planning on dumping on him when they knew he would need to use that bitcoin for liquidity I mean, they were genius. They made $900 million in this attack. And it was, it was a blatant attack on the, the UST to crash the whole eco. They talked Why about Terra doing do this before think? they did it. Why Terra, do you think? Why do you think they chose that chain? Because of Kwan. Because of Do Kwan's voice. The way he would talk to everybody. How he'd call everyone who come out cockroaches if they thought that there was any way for his his eco to crash. He put down anybody who fudded, even the people who were fudding with, with legit info, he would call them cockroaches. And then these hedge fund guys did this. These are the same guys. This is BlackRock and Citadel. These are the same guys that fucked GameStop. These are the same guys that have Janet Yellen in their back pocket. These guys have access to billions of dollars. These guys know how to manipulate markets. Uh, you can't really mess with these people. I wouldn't mess with them. That's the recipe for disaster. So it's, I think that's why they went after him. They went after him because he asked for it, honestly. Yeah, karma. So, yeah, and he, 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 kind of, he kind of created an easy target on his back, I guess, especially, you know, that, that's got it, uh, you know, everything that he was talking about. And then just the whole idea of an algorithmic stable coin and not having your stable coin collateralized as you scale is, is a dangerous thing too. There's nothing backing UST. It's like, oh, we're going to mint more Luna. It's like, well, I guess in hindsight, you know, everybody thought that it was a great idea. Like, oh, Luna to the moon, like this is perfect. It's too big to fail. But, you know, you combine that with, um, you know, that, that, I don't know if you guys watched that, uh, that documentary that was made. I mean, people had varying opinions about how genuine that was because TFL kind of owns that media company. But anyway, he was talking about the mole inside TFL. And so there was also that too, like somebody knew exactly oh. how to break <laughs> into the system and take it down. And the mole kind of cooperated with these big fish, you know, like the black rocks and citadels. And so I guess that's, that's how the kind of attack was executed perfectly right before the four pool curve went online. Right. If we had yeah. in the four, and, and that curve pool, this attack would have been 
way more costly. It, it, you know, it, they did it with what, like a billion dollars or a couple hundred million dollars? Five, five, five billion. billion. It was three or five yeah. billion. They used one point five billion in Bitcoin that they sold directly to Do Kwan from them, so that they right. knew he was holding it. They could track that Bitcoin and they could know when he was going to try to use it. But him. Because right at the end, I know you're saying that Luna backed it, but right at the end, he was trying to accumulate more Bitcoin than anybody. He wanted to be the largest holder of Bitcoin to stabilize the eco. And honestly, what I thought at the time was, oh my God, he's a genius. This is We can't fail if we have that much Bitcoin. And the truth of the matter is, is because he bought all that Bitcoin, we failed. That's how, because Bitcoin has that liquidity. So they were able to, to take advantage of the fact that we were holding so much Bitcoin and they were able to manipulate the market in a way where when we needed to use the Bitcoin to, to save the eco, they were crashing BTC because they were shorting the hell out of it when they were crashing Luna. So, so it was him talking about Bitcoin all the time saying, we're going to be the largest holders that literally, from what I understand, that's what opened the door to this attack. Had he never done the Bitcoin, it would have been harder for them because his backup would have been Luna and the community was strong. So DPEG to zero, I don't think would have been as easy. But speculation, of course. Right, guys? Right. <laughs> See, so. what I'm trying to figure out is there is six warrants that they issued. And they're only talking about the one. Wait, six? Do you see six, like, legit warrants? Can we look that up? Well, or is if this... you go to... So I, I, I follow the news. I'm, I'm constantly reading the news every day and, um, and trying to put the pieces together. But um, like a couple days, a couple days before Do Kwan's warrant was issued, the South Korean government had announced that they found billions of dollars of illegal transactions and operating as security um, through bank wire transfers that weren't that shouldn't have happened. Then a couple days later, this warrant is issued for six people. It has six warrants, and then only one of them, uh, who who as one of them was announced, the the other the the other five were not. So I didn't know if anybody else knew who it was. I I, I read it in the was it on blockchain works or something? I think. Um, but I definitely read it on the news on several different places, but it doesn't say who are the other six are. And then somebody else was telling me, well, the, you know, South Korean government, they like to kind of do like a show and put on a show for everybody, the drama of it all. So this might be just for show, not really anything that's going to really happen. Hi guys. Well <laughs> Yeah, Hello. the other six, uh, when you say six, usually in cases of, of, of like criminal uh, complaints and charges, uh, only the famous people get the media coverage because that's what sells media. The other five people are probably not recognizable enough names. I mean, is it Remy Teton or whatever his name was? Uh, was he involved in that? Because I know he was very active in the Luna and he was, so he was LF, on the, the team. LFG, the LFG was made up of six members. Only five of the members are shown still on the on the website. Um, so I don't know if there's six warrants because there's six LFG people or if there's just six warrants because there's, you know, six warrants for different things. But I think Remy Tote was part of the council or the LFD, uh, the Luna Foundation Guard, I believe. He was. He was a big part of it. No, no, he was hired on. They hired him. They made a big thing about it uh, publicly saying, hey, we hired this guy. He's a community leader, and now he's part of the team. Well, that's, I mean, that's all I wanted to say on that, because I heard you guys talking about it, and I, I'm constantly reading the news. So um, how are you guys doing this weekend? Anything fun and exciting happening? Doing real good. Uh, how about yourself? You doing anything? 
we're just kind of, I'm just kind of hanging out, just chilling, watching the football game, watching my Detroit Lions actually score some points once. So I'm enjoying that and uh, just chatting on this Twitter space and learning tons. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I've been hanging out home. I didn't feel like the, the rain comes and I don't want to leave the house. So just kind of hanging out home, reading news and stuff and wanted to see what this was all about. You invited invited me and it was a very it's a very so far a very interesting conversation very interesting topics <laughs> yeah this is just kind of a hangout we just anyone can come up and talk if we have any topics or anything we just kind of discuss them it's just kind of a get to know us and stuff like that and i'm trying to get a little bit of more practice for doing a like a hosting an ama i've got a can i plug riley right now <laughs> go for it dude i don't, I don't care that's why we're here we're just chilling we're hanging out I got a bit of a, a big poker event. I believe you know about it as well because the Skellies are involved. Um, but we got a big poker event coming up on the 27th. And it's over 19 projects are involved. We've got tons of prizes. Let me call it. Uh, um, yeah, we got uh, three. I think we got over like 10 free mints, 11 free mints. We've got tons of whitelists. We just had a lot of people just, I reached, we reached out to a lot of the groups that we like, love, know the people, got to know the founders real well and, and decided to go cross chain with this and try to bring different people, mix them up a little bit, get to meet some different people. Cause there are other good people on other chains as well. And there are some valuable NFTs to be had in other chains. Um, people need to know that it's not just the one chain. So the Terra thing doesn't happen you know, where everything is in one basket. So me and me and Egg Levin, I don't know for anybody who knows him, uh, but yeah, me and him got this idea to do this poker tournament and try to get some, try to get some donations from projects we like. And we, we really think are, are good projects and trustworthy as far as, you know, anyone can see, you know, they're, they're somewhat successful projects and they seem to be doing things right. And, um, but, you know, still want to do your, do, do your own research stuff but um anyway and so yeah we had a ton of give ton of give out or giveaways to give out and it's a poker tournament we're gonna have an ama beforehand and hopefully all of the projects can show up and they can discuss a little bit about their project and explain and um just kind of what their project's about so it's education and it's it's like i said learning other chains and stuff like that and we've got Kadena, Polygon, um, we've got a Juno, we've got an ETH, we've got a Stargaze, Stargazers, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, we've got over four or five different uh, blockchains involved, and uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really cool. And um, uh, we also have a website. Um, it is, let me see if I can find that. It is... I'm learning all this stuff right now. Egg Levin did all of this website stuff. Big and eggs. Uh, let me hold that one. I want to get the right thing. Hey, if you happen to have a link or like a Twitter um, with that link in it and stuff, you can pin it to the top so we can all. Uh, Riley, would, Riley, would you want to pin that post? I'm on it, Captain. Thank you, man. That would be much easier than me looking for it all. I'm struggling here, <laughs> but but no, it's a, it's a pretty exciting thing. We, me and Eglevin both love poker. Like we try, we actually have a group of guys where 
any poker invite that we see, we send to that little group and we're all poker, poker crazy. And it's just a fun way. Uh, I, I just always have enjoyed poker and, and it's cool. You can win some pretty good prizes and you get to meet a lot of cool people because you end up hanging out in, in that discord, you know, and it just expands your horizons and shows you other, other worlds. And it's going to be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, thank you, Riley. Oh, I think Egg did it. Thank you, Egg. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's cool that you guys are, you know, going out of your way, spending your own time to support the projects that you love. So it's... Yeah, it's- and we're not getting anything. I've asked for nothing from any of the groups. I, I just honestly just want to do this for groups that have showed me that they're you know, as far as I can see on the up and up and doing things right and have decent projects, you know, either some are successful or have already minted and some are on their way to mint. So it's just, just a fun little thing. And if we get a good turnout, we may discuss having these monthly, um, if we can get, keep getting donations and projects that want to be involved, but I think we should get a pretty good turnout. Um, as long as the projects pump it a little bit, I only have so much reach right now, but, um, I will be having an AMA on Monday. Me and Egg will be having a AMA about our poker tournament, and we will answer any questions that anybody has. Um, I'll post something about that AMA a little bit later. But, um, yeah, we'll answer any questions that anybody can have, and we will explain it. Um, there's a lot of ways to earn extra chips for the actual poker game, too. So it's trying to be, we're trying to be interactive and trying to get people to mingle in different groups and stuff. And got a really cool one where I will make a tweet, tell you to watch one of the 19 discords and I'll make a post in it and it'll be something to the effect of booms or whatever. And then the first five or 10 people that comment on that post will get extra chips. So it's just kind of like fun little games and uh, it's, yeah, we're having fun with it trying anyway trying to get people involved so help spread the word if anybody can that would be deeply appreciated um but uh tomorrow at 7 p.m eastern sorry i'm terrible with the time so i have to give it in my time zone (laughs) but um but yeah 7 p.m eastern we're going to be having an ama and i'm gonna send the link to all of the projects involved and if they can show up cool and if not that's cool, cool too. We're just kind of talking about what our poker tournament's going to be and then probably have a chat and answer questions and stuff like that. But I think I'm done. I think Riley went out for a sandwich. Oh, there so you go. Our uh, engineer got back to us on some important stuff that we've been waiting on. So oh, I've excellent. been sending him info, you know, getting excellent. everything done. And so, yeah, looking good. Happy that, you know, we're making progress with it. Looks like we'll have this what we need done by most likely are you gonna are you gonna leak alpha right now or because we should like do a warning or something um i don't know if it's too much so alpha it's just uh okay you know making good progress on the things that we've been doing you know getting the uh service upgrade for the current mining facility you know so we can house what we need to and you know past that it's that's just been been what it is so uh, just just good progress on the things that we've been talking about recently. But yeah, other than that, not really. Anybody have anything else they'd like to talk about? I was going to say, uh, 
back to uh, what B band said. Uh, yeah. What you guys plans for the weekend? Doing anything fun? Yeah. Crickets. <laughs> I mean, it's Sunday. Oh, wait, is today Sunday? Hold on. What day? Is yes, it? today's yeah, okay. Sunday. <laughs> I okay, believe. Just making sure. <laughs> Depending where you are, I guess it could be Monday already, but uh, it's <laughs> Sunday for most of us. Yeah. So this weekend, I, I mean, there was a get together for the family and stuff like that, which we had a little party and stuff, but um, didn't really do that much except for hang out on, you know, I hung out on with the <laughs> the space apes, the the space ape cowboys. I just joined. Oh, yeah. Them yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out with them. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I think it was like four hours on Discord playing games and um, just shooting the <laughs> shit. And it was just a blast. Um, I mean, that's probably, that was way more fun than the party that I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with you. Yep. I was talking to a couple people on discord and I was in and out of the saloon quite a bit. Yep. They yeah. were on a roll. Tiz, Tiz was having a lot of fun with the rumbles, wasn't he? <laughs> I, I love that little pinwheel thing that they use. Yep, and they put like the neat. different stuff on there and then like you spin it and you can get the puppy. Like, no, you don't want to get the puppy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have fun there. Yeah. That's a group that's also, well, uh, TSAS is also involved in the poker tournament. So uh, I was excited to get them involved. I really like that group. Did you guys Sorry. mutate? Did anybody else mutate apes or like anybody else have a space ape or something? I mutated too. Yeah. But else so hey guys um since this is a sunday hangout and chill ama yeah yeah um would it be okay um i just joined the space skellies team and i'm still um getting used to uh, you know essentially i just go on spaces and hang out but essentially hosting a space so i kind of wanted to know if i could test out um explaining what the space skelly project is on you guys i think it'll probably take like two maybe three minutes no worries go for it take longer than two three minutes if you need i mean i just want to like i want to practice i want to like also and then after i kind of let you guys know you know how you know what the project is i would love it if you know even some constructive criticism uh don't be a jerk though you know what i mean <laughs> and <but> definitely <laughs> let me know if you know, yeah, Riley. You know what i need to uh tighten up but y'all ready you before you before you start, I want to just hold uh, on. Booms, why are you saying yeah? Hey, Riley, yeah, Riley. To me, I'm the nicest <laughs> person I could be. <laughs> Singling me out like I would say anything mean. That, that's why I did it for the the comedic value. <laughs> no, but yeah, be be our guest, be bands. Okay, it's gonna sound a little bit red because I have to kind of I'm, I'm I wrote it, but I'm reading it so. Hi, my name is B Vans. I'm part of the Space Skellies team. I um, just recently joined in and I would like to uh, tell you guys about the Space Skellies project. So um, the Space Skellies is a conditional NFT, uh, which is an ERC-21 with modular smart contact contracts and extensions. And so a conditional NFT is one that changes over time. So for example, if you hold a Space Skelly NFT and you trigger conditioning over time, it will change. Um, and so how it works is once, um, once you've, let's, once the project has minted and you've minted your space skelly, if you hold a space skelly, it's considered soft staking. It's not, you're not hard staking it. You're not 
putting anywhere anywhere. It's just in your wallet. You retain full control of your NFT and you can sell it at any time. But as long as you're holding it and it sits in your wallet, you're rewarded with a conditioning agent, which are like these vials. And you're also rewarded with um, Skelly tokens and which is the in-game currency. So um, every month for holding the Skelly, you'll, you'll be rewarded one vial. I don't know how if it's going to be a month or how long it's going to be for you to have to hold it to gain a vial. But after holding it, you'll have to have four vials. And while you're gaining the vials, you're also gaining Skelly tokens. So after you've accumulated four vials, you can trigger the conditioning process, which is going to evolve your token and change your change your NFT from looking one way to looking a completely other way. So um, once once they're once it's uh, triggered, um, you might see like you you'll go back and look at your NFT, and then all of a sudden you see your arm falling off or your head popping off or a couple fingers maybe an eyeball. And it's just changing. Uh, when you have put the vials and, and essentially changed your NFT and you've gained your space uh, Skelly tokens, you can, uh, you, the value that has been attached to the token is still with it. So the floor value um, of the NFT, the vials that were consumed and added to the NFT and the space uh, the Skelly tokens as well. And once those tokens, um, the, all that value that was added to it is still, is still part of the NFT. It maintains its value. Um, the space Skelly tokens, which is the in-game currency, it can be accumulated as long, as long as you want, but eventually it will have to be harvested and taken out so that you can use it for swapping or um, to purchase things in the store. And that was where I'm going to stop. How was that, guys? I was really nervous. <laughs> I'm trying. I'll get better. But how was that? Good. You didn't sound nervous, first off. No. Just so you know. Um, it's a very interesting project. I'm so glad that I got to hear all this right now because I'm definitely in that server and I didn't know any of this. So it's a very interesting way to promote holding and utilizing an NFT sounds like the longer you hold and utilize and change your nft the more valuable it can become and more rare yeah and it's you it's going to be used to play so your nft you're going to be using it to play the in-game like they have a game that they're going to be releasing and they have a you know they have a five-year plan so this is not something that's happening overnight but i think it's really cool that they're building the nft at the same time with the game so that the interoperability so that it works you know it's seamlessly and um, th I think that's what attracted me first to the project is that. Very cool. Yeah, usually, I mean, not to f sound fuddy, but any NFT with a game built in, very few have I seen that actually have a game. So most of them offer the promise of a game in the future. One that I'm in heavily, that I know Riley's also in, is Astro Heroes. We both hold many of those little guys. Um, <laughs> And I did reach out to Kenny recently asking him, are you guys still planning to 3D render other Terra NFTs like Skelly and others uh, so that we can use them in the platform and the video game as a character? And he said, of course we are still planning to do that. So all exciting stuff. And to hear that Skelly is a game is another exciting feature. 
Well, I can I can say for a fact that uh, I was I'm in the inner talks and stuff in Space Skellies, and I don't get excited with games and stuff. Games are not my thing, um, generally. But uh, I had my wife read the lore of the game, and she barely finished it. And she said, "I would play this," and I I I will play it. It sounds really cool, and boy, they're working on it. Uh, they got some pretty amazing. I don't even know. I'm not even going to start telling you about the contracts and stuff because they got some kind of high tech contracts that nobody else is using yet and stuff like that too. So I know there's tons of that kind of stuff and I don't completely get it, but anyway, but uh, I would say that that team is, is hustling and, and breaking their backs to get a game out as, you know, as like they promised, they've got a plan. They've got a five year, like she said, five year plan. So Hi V, how you doing? <laughs> hey, hey B Vans. How are you guys doing? I saw you guys on spaces. I was in another spaces with fucking out was this James Bull or something. There's this defy space where there's all these moon boys asking someone about the next 10x and a hundred X coin and he's just chilling all these coins all his bags for them to get freaking wrecked and i was just getting sick to my stomach and like i was just thinking how and they're telling him that we've got twenty thousand dollars uh what should we buy um how should we buy it and everything and i was just thinking oh my god these guys are just gonna be bag holding for this for this guy and I, i mean and he's he's just shamelessly shilling them all these coins and not saying that yeah, uh, sell them quickly. If it does a quick 2x or 3x or 4x, uh, just sell them. He's saying, no, no, no. I do. I only do 10x's. So pe- people definitely are getting wrecked over there. And he was talking about NFTs too. So I just went there, talked a bit about NFTs and just left after that and saw you guys. And I thought I'd, I'd join and... Uh, I heard you talk about the space skellies mutating and evolving and changing. So I was wondering, would it be possible for, I'm really excited about space skellies, by the way, guys. Um, I love the team, love the founder, EJ, working really hard. I was wondering, would it, so if I, if I hold my space skelly for long enough, would it turn into a goblin or a shit beast or something? You know, I actually have no idea what it'll yeah. end up looking like. I mean, no. maybe it will look like a goblin while it's transforming. I mean, because, you know, it's in the poopa stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no clue what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean either. Wow. <laughs> like a butterfly. A butterfly goes in the poopa stage. Oh. <laughs> The cocoon. The cocoon. How you pronounce that? It's not the pupa stage or something. Pupa. Yeah, I think that's a technical term. Yeah, that that yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. I was about to say, where where's this space heading? I don't know. Pupa. It better not go to the pupa. <laughs> hey, this this space is in the in the same in the same place where Defy was when it came to shit coins and meme coins. Uh, everyone's just sitting here waiting for the next 10x or 100x, but most of them just stay bag holding and get wrecked anyway. 
Um, no, I'm really excited about Space Skellies. How, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing well. Yeah, we're just hanging out, having a chill Sunday chat. It's good to see a lot of new faces in here and... You know, it's been it's been fun and good. So, how about you, V? How have you been? Oh, I've been I've been enjoying my weekend with the family. Um, trying to touch grass, but I've got I think it's gonna be a busy few weeks with uh, the wrecked family. Um, I'm excited about the next collection that we're having. Um, we've we've already seen the floor price go up. Not sure how high it's gonna go. We, I think those look so awesome. <laughs> the, which one? I like the well. I like the original wrecked, and I also like the trippy. Oh, if you like the wrecked <laughs> and the trippy, then you're not. Have you seen the new? Actually, I'll just pin it. No, I haven't. Uh, but so look, look at this. I've just pinned the tweet. I go to that group just to hang out sometimes and talk. There's a lot of cool people in uh, the oh, record. Yeah, big booms. So. Freaking, I've seen you around so much. I remember you coming like a couple of months ago. You used to drop by like every every night. Yeah. And, uh, and but I had to start spending time in groups that I had NFTs and stuff in. I didn't have anything in Wrecked. I didn't have a whitelist or anything, but I liked the people, so I was kind of torn. Bro, <laughs> Wrecked Wolf was buddy. like the spot for Alpha once upon a time when Terra was popping. Yeah. A lot of us oh, would jump yeah. in there with those OGs without a Wrecked Wolf, and that's why I bought one for about 700 bucks back in the day. I still have it. Guys, I think V was about to drop some Wrecked Wolf Alpha. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to shut up. Oh, my bad, my bad. We were going to get some. Just just, just want to (laughs) let you guys know, by the way, we still do actually have Alpha. I mean, we've been talking about Ranga for about five months now, four or five months, and uh, they've gone up from 0.3, 0.4, 0.5 ETH around that to 1.5 ETH floor right now. Which project? Ranga. Ranga black box. It, it took really long time to reveal and everything, but um, they have uh, a couple of collections, and that's done a three a three four x on each of them. So we there's still alpha there. There there always is alpha there. Even in Solana projects, we still have uh, uh, in the because we have so right now the the way our Discord is arranged is that we have. Uh, separate channel for separate sub channel for each blockchain, and there's always someone sharing some sort of alpha in those channels, and uh, we always have alpha there for Solana, um, for Cosmos, for uh, Ethereum. It, there's there's always alpha there, so that's not ended. It, it, it's still there. If you guys want to come and hang around you again it's not financial advice you have to be careful but people have been able to make some good money over the past few months uh, in the bear market um in terms of alpha um i shared a tweet uh from wrecked wolf which is feeling bullish so that's a hint to the next collection that we might be having oh, um, so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I think the artist Kudo he already shared a hashtag wrecked bulls, so that sounds nice. that that sounds really 
really exciting. I can't wait to see what they've done with the so, Rex Bulls. If what blockchain? Them. Oh, that's... That might be a secret. That might be yeah, too much yeah, alpha. Yeah, yeah, that's too much alpha. But yeah, that's too much alpha. I think that'll be announced this week. I think that's going to be announced this week, midweek at some point, uh, the blockchain. But I'm really excited. I don't know why people were expecting it to be a free mint or something because the team... Everybody's giving away that yeah, crap yeah. right now. Free mint is the new thing. Oh, I it's hate it. Now. It's, it's old now. Trip, because trippies were a free airdrop. So I think a lot of people were thinking that, oh, if we hold one wrecked wolf and one trippy uh-huh. wolf, there'll be a snapshot and we'll get one free wrecked And I was like, mate, like the project has to be sustainable. And Everybody's the got their hand money. out. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm in, like, I'm in like 10 Solana projects that are free mints, all free mints. You know how many free mints there are right now? It's insane. It's oh, insane. Yes. It's, it's madness. But again, with the free mint projects, um, they're usually projects that have to uh, develop trust in the community. But I think with Wrecked Wolf, for what they've done over the past six months, it's madness. The way they, de- they dealt with the DPEG, the whole situation, um, like we're in the metaverse too now. Um, we, we've got a lot of things. I mean, we're not, we don't make a lot of noise. That's the thing. We don't make a lot of noise. We just casually go by do our thing uh taking all the boxes and uh just go about our business uh i mean we have, we do have an amazing community though um so, but i think the next blockchain have, is going to be really exciting i think it's going to be fun i don't i, I have a question yeah sure uh, my question is do holders get a privilege for this mint or do i need to get in that server and earn my whitelist he is with his hand out again <laughs> no 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 <laughs> you misunderstand. i am offering to earn it no, so so with, with the wolf, kidding, it's always bro. been one one wrecked wolf is one wrecked wolf and one trippy wolf wolf is one trippy wolf so um all holders will get a i guess they will have a benefit if they include it in the snapshot uh, on the 30th of September. So there's still more than enough time if someone hasn't got a Trippy Wolf or a Wrecked Wolf. Um, trippy Wolves are going quite cheap right now. They're at, uh, I mean, they have, they were a free drop, so the cost was zero, but for holders, it was for free. And the price is $180 right now, about 250 $230 Matic, I think. Um, so mm-hmm. the, the Trippies are cheaper than the Wrecked because I think the Wrecked flow is around 0.2 E uh two eighty dollars so if someone wants to grab a trippy i think it's a hundred dollar cheaper right now but yeah definitely holders will have a benefit and uh, there's no there's no sneaky snapshots uh there's no other sneaky business that only one wallet will get say one one whitelist or one whatever it's uh, it depends on how many wrecked or trippy wolves you hold so if you have one, you get one of whatever it is. If you have two, you get two of whatever it is. And if you have 50, you get 50 of whatever it is. Um, so there's none of, I, I, I'm not expecting there to be a whitelist hustle thing because that's not something uh, we like over at Rectwood. But I think it's gonna, it might be something interesting the way they do the whitelist. I'm not sure how they, we're going to do it, but I, th- I think it's going to be something interesting and fun. 
So I got a well, question. I'll for come you. visit. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just saying I'll come visit yeah. and wreck Wolf server more often. But go ahead, ask your question. Well, I was just going to ask V. Uh, since I got you here, when uh, when are when are we going to do a collab with uh, Full Spend here? Full Spend. Ooh. I, yeah. I don't deal with the Kadena, you, <laughs> you need to get huh? in touch with you need to get in touch <laughs> with the NFT clan lead for that. Oh my goodness! I I love the fact that we already have uh, like the DAO and we already have roles for everyone in the DAO. So hey, I can't be doing the job for everyone. The, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> you got a good boss delegates, right? <laughs> well, v, uh, don't we uh, don't we have a space together on Monday? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Riley, why didn't you share that with me? Now I look foolish. I didn't know that. You guys got a post about that uh, today and tomorrow in the in the server to remind us. Most certainly, yeah, I, I imagine it's going out today after this one. I, I need stupid to. Twitter only. Twitter only lets us post one like announce one AMA at a time. Yeah, they they don't let you schedule multiple, which I think they need to change. It it gets in the way of my plans because I'm like, I want to be I want to be announcing these like multiple days before, but then it's like yeah. announce the next day's space. Maybe we just need to do less spaces. <laughs> How's Kadena doing, by the way? I had uh, Cameron uh, Cameron come recently to wreck Wolf and tell me. He said that the whole uh, chain got rugged by. Was it? Was it? And then Lago. No, hackers hacked Lago is what I heard, right? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Someone who has a token. It was some NFT that has a token, and the whole Cadena uh, chain got rugged by it. Like you, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't do anything. Apparently, that's intense. I haven't heard I about. I, I don't know what that, that one is. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was telling me uh, a couple of days ago. He said that something happened, mm-hmm. and uh, you couldn't do any transactions or anything else at all. Oh, that was just the the the, the eco uh, having uh, some kind of a a problem. I don't know that it was a rug of some kind, but no, 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 uh, a rug, no, a rug. I, I just call everything a rug. Oh, okay, okay, I just call everything <laughs> good, a rug. good. Anything shiesty's a rug, huh? Yeah. So uh, I know that Kadena was down uh, several times in the last month. Um, you know, that gets overloaded quickly when we go to mint. Yeah. And uh, things tend to run slow. I mean, after all, we're only the fastest chain. Okay, don't expect too much, please. Uh, <laughs> we're early. It's never going to work that fast until you know later. Not definitely. I feel like a lot of those issues, though, were uh, not based on the actual chain and the consensus mechanism, and it's more with uh, how things were coded and how you how how the uh front end and stuff was coded within websites that we're trying to mint i don't think i don't think we've ever really had downtime on with the kadena blockchain have we not since i've been involved with it but that hasn't been terribly long i don't know either i don't think so no it wasn't downtime but it was like i'll be right back i'm listening though so riley why don't you do a little talk about our project since we do have some new people in this and it's a good project that, uh, you know, we should plug this a little bit, right? <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. Welcome everybody to Full Span Yacht Club. 
My name is Riley Pettit. I'll be your guide through learning <laughs> the basics of the Full Spend Yacht Club today. <laughs> uh, we are a Kadena mining project that focuses on utilizing as much of our mint funds for doing the goals of the project, which is increasing the total amount of hash rate or in other terms, the profitability of uh, our miners and how much we mine at a time. And with that, uh, we put 90% of our mint funds into mining, which makes us one of the most efficient uh, mining projects out there. And we also, due to that, uh, are able to offer the most profitable Kadena mining NFT on the market currently per dollar, which is super awesome. You know, that's our goal. Um, another cool how were you able to do that, Riley? Well, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> so we are actually building. Uh, we're 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 going full in with it and trying to create something that you couldn't just otherwise do with a few groups of friends by a collective miner together. And so we're actually building a full scale data center, which is super awesome, and that enables a few different uh, benefits and perks such as we're able to do immersion cooling, which is when you submerse your uh, computers, your miners in a cooling liquid and it enables them to cool more efficiently, more evenly. It does a lot of great things like expanding the life of the miner, which means more profit for everybody, but it also enables us to overcome. This is the biggie. (laughs) Which uh, overclocking the miners allows us to get uh, 40% more hash rate out of the miners. So, uh, you know, everything combined with us putting 90% of our uh, mint funds into mining and us building our own data center to, uh, you know, be able to overclock them, expand the life of the miners, have less miners fail. It creates a really great opportunity for everybody. And, you know, that's, we're just <laughs> achieving our goals finding the best way to do it and you know our goal is to get as much hash rate per nft into your pocket which should be you know result in the most profitability per dollar you invest so uh that's the little spiel for (laughs) full spend yacht club uh okay this is i know we discussed this before but and this is a bit of a sales pitch but it's not if you think about some of these DAOs that would like to continue doing stuff and continue getting money for giveaways and whatnot how valuable would a full spend nft be for them to hold they could continuously get a stream of crypto right 100 percent. and i think it's really cool that uh you know, we utilize NFTs and smart contracts to automate and govern, you know, our uh, our mining income. And we withhold enough that it's around, we withhold 10% for purchasing new miners, repairing miners, and then we withhold 10% for um, facilitating the project. So, uh, you know, we had to hire somebody to manage the data center, uh, you know, all those different things, paving the electricity, the upkeep and all that stuff. So with that, we're automating the upkeep upkeep and, you know, growth and expansion so that uh, everything should stay at least the same amount of profitability, if not, you know, expanding into more profitable. And with that, it you know, it's like what Boom said, it opens up the possibility for not only individuals, but also projects that, you know, want to hold some of these NFTs in their DAO. And it can, 
enable them to start crypto mining and generating uh, income and becoming a actually profitable business that never runs out of mint funds and can have a schedule for, you know, when they spend stuff and do all the stuff they want to do, which, you know, not only empowers individuals, but empowers DAOs to just continue to do the great things that they do, empower their communities, do charitable stuff, continue to develop their games, just all the different types of things. And so, you know, that's, you know, it's kind of one of our 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 goals if you ask what type of project we are we'll tell you that we're a crypto mining project but in reality we're a little bit of an empowerment project where you know we're trying to just financially empower people and further decentralize mining put it into everybody's pocket make it more accessible and you know that's that's my little rant <laughs> so so i think that that is i think that's quite amazing the fact that like you're withholding enough to where this isn't a 12 year plan or the life of the, the miners. This is a, as long as everybody wants to keep doing it thing, because we're going to be able to keep replacing miners and upgrading to the newer models and possibly, you know, at least like you said, maintaining the, the same, uh, I'm struggling with the word. I'm sorry, but our ROI, I believe, or whatever. So, or hash or, you know, again, I'm learning all of this. I'm, I am very new to mining. I, I own no mining NFTs or anything yet. So I am learning a lot, but uh, I do like, I, and I think it's, it's amazing that you're actually not mining for lack of better terms, some useless coin that we may or may not be able to swap out or Uniswap or whatever for a valuable crypto coin. This yep. is mining, this is mining KDA. This is putting KDA right in your pocket. So I think that that is amazing <laughs> to me. That's, that's, that was a big sell for me. Well, sir. Uh, hello. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Uh, is it okay if I ask a quick question? Yeah, of course. Um, some spaces ago, I, I asked, asked the question, uh, how are you going to uh, counter the, the growing of the difficulty on the network? Um, and lately, basically since the merge, I've been looking at um, return on investment on mining basically anything. And I see that the difficulty is like skyrocketing. Uh, and also right now you have from Bitmain the KA3 with the computational performance that we haven't seen before. Um, is that something that you are planning ahead for? Um, or maybe looking at buying those yourself yeah so for that it's um uh, i don't know if it's a law of diminishing returns but as uh difficulty increases every time it doubles it takes a lot more to um, reduce the rewards by half and so uh, in the beginning of any chain it is a greatly higher effect and more drastic feeling and uh usually like you said when the first big leap in computing technology for that chain happens that's where you see the one of the biggest drops and for us uh we haven't purchased our miners yet we haven't done a pre-sale yet and we are in talks with uh bitmain to acquire only ka3s which uh you know that puts us ahead of the curve and then uh as we see new miners progressing and we buy those new miners the effect of the new miners coming onto the network 
will be drastically less and less just because of the physical limitations of uh, what humans can produce. So the silicone needed for the chips, we always have a shortage. And so we'll be able to produce higher, higher power miners, but uh, we won't be able to double the amount of hash rate as easily just due to, uh, you know, every time it doubles. If it's half a million now, then it goes to a million, then two, four, eight, 16. And, you know, eventually it gets to the point where uh, we release a new miner and we're at 100 million hashes per second or whatever. And we're only able to add, you know, 1 million more per generation of miners just because of the physical limitations of what we can produce. So now it does seem like it is a drastic thing. And it's like, people are like, oh my gosh, it's never going to be, you know, it can't be profitable because the, uh, the, you know, the, the difficulty increases. But um, there, alongside all of this, there is the supply and demand curve where uh, as that happens, there will be more demand and a little bit less supply. And so uh, usually you see an equivalent um, exchange in less rewards, but you get a lot more for those rewards. And that's what typically, you know, uh, why we see with the Bitcoin having, why it, it's coincidental that a lot of the bull runs start when the halvings happen is because, uh, you know, less supply. And as the chain keeps growing, there's more demand. And so uh, typically you see it's pretty, it's a trade-off. You get to sell your coins for more, but they, you, you maybe get a little bit less. And typically the amount of, of cost in the KDA will outweigh the difficulty. And um, I, I think that, you know, with our plan to withhold and buy new miners and always be uh, increasing our mining capacity with the newest, best miners, uh, we're, we should stay ahead of the curve. And we should even be able to, you know, expand the profitability and uh, continue to not only do what we are promising now, but uh, increase those rewards and increase the profitability. So uh, it is something that you have to think about. It is a concern, but it's not, I don't think it's going to be as drastic as we think. And with being a project that's going to last for, you know, the life of Kadena, uh, I don't think it has think of a you know, as, as big of a, it's not as big of a threat or fear. And it's just something that, you know, it's natural how mining happens. And as long as you're preparing for it, staying, staying ahead of it, uh, reinvesting when new big advances come out, I don't think it's too big of an issue. But to, to answer the question, we are ensuring that we, you know, compensate for it and that it doesn't negatively impact us. And so... <laughs> Does, does that answer your uh, question? Yeah, yeah, it's a great answer. Thanks. Um, I got, so if okay. I understand correctly, then you're looking at uh, the sweet spot in, in holding back miners that you already have and turning them on to um, counter uh, a leap in computational performance on the network. Yeah, and uh, I think better wording would be instead of holding them back, we will just be buying more miners and we'll withhold uh, a little bit of funds to replace our old miners so that we're always uh, accumulating new higher power miners and uh, that should compensate for the uh, difficulty increases and 
we should be ahead of the curve. Thanks. Most welcome. Most welcome. And that's a great question. You know, so thank you for uh, asking that. Can I ask uh, on the same subject? I've got some questions, and and I think some of them may be because I'm ignorant to how miners work. But here's the question. I know we're talking here right now about longevity, preparing ourselves for success. Only so many people could be profitable, obviously. Uh, it looks like it's gonna take some money to, to be in the, in the group of people that can profit off this versus the rest of the people who are trying to on a small scale and not getting much. But uh, the question I guess is with these miners, KDA obviously is what we're mining, but as the chain advances and as it progresses, I would suspect that there are going to be opportunities for other coins in the eco to be mined as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but can this equipment be used in the future for some of that? Or is that, is that, am I, am I just, I don't understand it. And I'm just talking gibberish here. So, um, there's a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, um, when you said coins in the ecosystem, uh, I immediately think of like, uh, a DeFi token that's built on Kajini using Pact, uh, smart contract language. And I would say no, because DeFi is built on top of Kadena. So when we, when a miner does a transaction and mines a block, it logs a bunch of transactions onto the blockchain. And whatever happened in one of those DeFi tokens would be within that block that got mined by our miners. And then to break that down even a little bit further, um, Will these miners be able to be mine something else in the future? It all comes down to if a coin decides to uh, build another token with the same uh, algorithm that our uh, KDA uses, which is, I think, Blake 2H. Is Blake 2 something? Yeah, I think it's Blake 2S. 2S, that's what it is. And so uh, if another coin comes out that uses the same algorithm uh the, the miners will be able to be used for that but with kadena um having uh, uh not grants uh patents on the chain web that they have it doesn't seem likely that you know there'll be any other coins worth dedicating our miners to but the opportunity is there and there is a chance that you know it could be profitable but uh, something that's easy to reference for this is um, Ethereum. So when you could mine Ethereum, uh, there was a bunch of other coins that used the same exact algorithm. And so uh, now that Ethereum is mineable, all of those miners with their GPUs that are you know better at that that hash algorithm, uh, they are now looking for other coins where. There's like Raven coin that uses the same algorithm. Ethereum Classic uses the same algorithm. And so, yeah, there's, it's kind of up in the air whether or not we'll be able to do that with our Kadena miners. But uh, yeah, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, yeah. um, I, I feel like I, I don't know as much as I kind of should considering how much time I spend with you guys. But uh <laughs> You know, the first thing that comes to mind, in my mind, like everyone who's in Kadena knows Flux, and Flux is a popular one amongst KDA Maxis. Is that a mineable token? Is that, what is, that's a Web3 project, for what I understand. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, so there's, but, so there's actually different types of mining. Like, for instance, um, 
our project, we'll spend Yacht Club, our, our plan is to purchase um, ASIC miners. So these are kind of called application-specific integrated circuit miners. So they um, mine very specific algorithms. So in this case, we are mining the Blake 2S algorithm for Kadena. Now, I think mm -hmm. Flux and, and things like ETH, um, they can be mined using just a GPU. So like, you know, when people talk about like getting these crazy powerful like computer chips, you, you can just plug them into your computer at home and you can, I think, basically mine um, a variety of tokens. But um, correct me if I'm wrong, Riley, I think you can't. There's you can't plenty, mine. yeah. I've tried to yeah. mine with a laptop and I did the math. And I could earn like 30 cents a year from the laptop, but it would cost me like $3 in electricity to do it. Right, right. So I, I so, don't believe we can mine flux using ASIC miners is, is my point. Okay. That makes yeah. more sense. Obviously I'm learning. So thanks guys for that info. Most certainly. And it's, it's the interesting balance of how the, and this even might be a little bit out of my, uh, knowledge so don't quote me on it but i think it comes down to the chipsets within the graphics cards which is what you use to mine flux in ethereum and so um different different uh graphics cards can sometimes work better for different um algorithms just based upon how the chip inside the graphics card computes past that i don't know much and so uh when they make the asics they you know, build the chips specifically to uh, work with however the algorithm works for that coin. And that's why the ASICs are always uh, often more powerful and more efficient, more profitable. And so, I mean, in theory, uh, you could take, um, you could take a Kadena miner and tell it, Hey, uh, we're going to write some code that'll make it connect to a different blockchain. And you could do that, but it would be a lot less efficient just because of the way that the chips on their core level do the calculations. And so with Flux, um, they they tried to build the algorithm in a way that it was ASIC resistant, meaning that, you know, it's uh, it, it's it works a little bit better with um, I don't know what the you know, the math or the science behind it is, but. With Flux, they they tried to make it so that uh, you know graphics mining and not ASIC was uh, the way the way that it would uh, be most profitable, which is kind of cool. But yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, thing the whole uh, encryption and algorithms and how the computer chips are built. It's pretty cool. Right on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, uh, all unique stuff. It seems like everyone's doing what they think is best for them. Yeah, and that's... Anyone? Hello? Hello, we hear you. How's it oh, going? Sorry, man. <laughs> um, if anyone else has a question, I can shut up for a second because I feel like, like I've been hogging the question section of this uh, AMA. But, uh... No, 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 go you ahead. go. Go ahead. You've okay, been asking okay. great questions, man. Very so. interesting, very interesting. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my mind never stopping for a second. So let me not bore you guys too much with that. But one thing, um, correct me if I'm wrong, this question is kind of uh, as tears. <laughs> um, your NFTs uh, will not gain trades over time, right? Oh, man, that's a big can of words to open. So um, we, we are... 
looking into uh, with the PACT standard, we are looking to have upgradable NFTs. But so far, the traits in the artwork will not be affected. However, we are looking to do a, um, what's the word? Not modular, but kind of more reactive. Like a matrix. So, yeah. And so what we're, what we're thinking of doing is having a piece of metadata that doesn't affect the art or anything uh, attached to each NFT. And we still haven't uh, fully decided if we're going to implement this. But what that would look like is it would be a number value that um, determines the amount of hash rate that you can rent at a time from us via staking your NFT. And so uh, with that, everybody would start out with the same amount of hash rate, but then there would be options to um, basically give back some of the hash rate uh, from your NFT to the project for things like buying more miners faster than we would otherwise, or further expanding and, you know, doing whatever we want to do. And uh, say that 50% of the NFTs uh, withheld mining power so that the project could buy more miners, we would be able to upgrade that value attached to those NFTs that sacrificed something. And then once we bought the new miners, got them running, the, uh, we would implement the upgrade and the value would increase to adjust for the fact that they, in theory, bought those miners and now have access to the extra hash rate. And, you know, if somebody didn't, then their NFT wouldn't get upgraded and they wouldn't get the extra hash rate. But, you know, they, in theory, didn't earn it. So Interesting. Very cool. Wait, are you so, saying that it's going to be tiered eventually so that others who, like you're saying sacrifice in the short term for that long-term gain it's almost like you're creating another uh division lo- within the project that bonus. not everyone yeah loyalty bonus or yep. that uh, am I, I understanding correctly yes i don't think it'll be tears or necessarily a loyalty bonus it would just be like saying uh you can give us this hash rate and then in two months you'll get this much more hash rate when you stake and I mean, people can obviously, when you sell, you'll be looking at the metadata, but I I don't know if it'll necessarily be like a tier where it's like, all right, everybody uh, sacrifice hash rate and then you'll become a tier two. It'll more just be a uh, number, most likely it'll start at 100 and then uh, say that we say you can uh, give us 50% of your hash rate and then after, you know, the staking happens for that we'll calculate how much more hash rate we're going to get. Say it's a 10% overall increase, then uh, we would attribute the equivalent percentage more to each um, each NFT. So yes, it will be kind of like a tier, but we won't specifically or blatantly say like, this is this tier or what whatnot. Very cool. Uh, it's also cool that you kind of anticipated the rest of my question. <laughs> So it sounds like it's kind of like a trait almost. Like if you go to market to buy a full spend, one of them will have a trait of so much hash. The next one will have a trait of more hash, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, and, but you the know, question you is, is it transferable? Yes. So um, I believe that it, it most likely will be. So uh, you could, you know, you could play the cards right and think, well, 
sure, I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of profit now, but then I'll even have an NFT that I could sell that has more hash rate attached to it. Uh, and, and this is why we haven't really decided on this yet. It's just because there's so many, there's so much to it that we have to think of and make sure it's foolproof before we do it. And, you know, it all comes back to having a more um, customizable experience where uh, the theory of it is, is like, say that, say that I have to pay my bills, but Boom just wants to go full degen and, you know, sacrifice all his mining for the next six months so that he can triple his <laughs> mining power. But I got to pay my bills. It would be hard for us to say, oh, well, we got uh, 55% of the Dow voted to withhold funds. Now Riley has to uh, go find a new way to pay his bills when he was expecting to be able to earn this uh, return, you know? And so, uh, you know, logically, it sounds like a really great idea and something we should do. But it, it is also, like you said, where uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff to consider where if it's transferable, how will it affect the you know, the future buying and reselling and just so many different things. So, uh, you know, well, the word transferable though, can we, can we go back to that word specifically transferable? Does that mean if I hold 10 full spends and I let, uh, I let you guys have that hash for six months so that I could get more, can I transfer all that extra hash to one of my NFTs and sell nine of them? No, it'll be, it'll be per, uh, so if you stake the one NFT, uh, if, if you think about it, uh, the NFT could be, can be looked at like a contract for renting miners. So when you stake it, uh, it's entering a contract per that NFT. So if you okay. stake nine, uh, it would be divided into each NFT that was staked. And um, that's also another cool thing about it would be that you wouldn't have to go all in or all out. Say that you, you know, thought, oh, well, I can pay my bills off of three of my 10. Uh, let me stake the seven, get those upgraded, keep my three uh, so that I can continue to pay my bills, and then you know go from there. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, because the word transferable is like, wait a minute. So what? once you get that increase, it stays with that NFT. And if you do decide to go to market with that NFT, that NFT keeps all of its traits, so to speak. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I meant transferable with the sale of the NFT. That's what I meant exactly. Okay, yeah, so you can sell it and give it to somebody or just send it to their wallet, whatever. 100%, yep, accurate. Yeah. And um, if you are not changing the art specifically, I can understand why you wouldn't want or wouldn't do that. Um, is it visible in anything else than like in, in other NFT projects, you get these rarity scores, but maybe you can do something with a with like uh, an edge of the NFT to give it some, some status. Like, I don't know how you say it, but... Uh, like a border or something like that? Yeah, a, a border and then the one of it has... Uh, it's like, I don't know if anyone ever plays Rocket League, but you start like bronze, then you go to uh, silver or gold. Uh, oh yeah, I'm an iron three. <laughs> iron three, well... I'm lame. <laughs> You should you should throw away the PlayStation. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand my question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we'll have anything. Like I said, I don't think we're going to incorporate into the art. But in the metadata, when you go to buy or sell, uh, it'll set it'll say, um, you know, you'll be able to see. Oh, he's got the laser eyes. He's got the 
green mohawk. He's got the flannel t-shirt. But he's also got uh, this amount of hash rate or this percentage of, of hash rate. And uh, you'll be able to see it in the metadata, but I don't think that we will do anything cosmetic just because, um, say that we did something where you could go up, you know, bronze to diamond or platinum or something. Uh, what happens when uh, we're 20 years down the road and there's somebody who's been holding their NFT for 20 years and every time they were able to, uh, you know, join the pool for buying more miners, they did. Uh, we can't really foresee into the future how many upgrades or how many tiers there could be. And so I think uh, for us, it'll be just metadata and not really an artwork upgrade or anything like that. But it'll definitely be something that you can't miss it. It's not like you could go to sell your NFT and be like, oh, Fred, I just sold my, you know, my 400% uh, NFT because I didn't know. It's it's something that, you know, it'll be in the metadata where when you view your NFT, it'll, it'll be there. So... But no visual, no maybe uh, plaque in the corner that lists how much uh, hash this particular one has, or like when you have uh, you know the the traits or the back of a NFT card or whatever where it lists all the info. Uh, will it be an updatable spot that will list the hash of that one? That that's all dashboarding. That's not part of an NFT, so they can do whatever they like with that. I think. And, oh, and okay. the metadata is from the NFT. So when you go to list it, there there will be the metadata in it that says uh, how much hash rate it is. But then to go back to the, is it, will it be cosmetic? I genuinely, from my understanding of how Pack works and Marmalade, uh, we would have to upload all the art uh, in advance. Contract in advance, and it's like. Who knows? You know, what if uh, makes a miner that has a patera hash, which is a thousand uh, tera hash, and all of a sudden we thought that you know having one tera patera hash per NFT would be the max we'll ever see, and that's the only amount of artwork that we added. We could get into trouble versus yeah data and just keep it a part of the metadata of the NFT that you know, updated infinitely because the numeric value is already within its contract. Uh, it 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 just leaves more open room and uh, so I I would think that it's most likely just for um, function will be just a metadata thing that will be kind of in the tags or you could see it on the actual blockchain. And it sounds like it can easily be readable by the secondary market when you list. So at any point, if you list, the market can then see that and then and have a, a spot that gives the info to the potential buyer. Am I, am I understanding? Be just like a trait. So when you're looking at what's what glasses does he have, what's his face expression, uh, Terahash will be right there. And all of those traits are, are also metadata. So uh, it'll be just like a trait, but that doesn't have a... Uh, image attached to it perfect so yeah I mean, yeah yeah that awesome yep. just one uh quick thing i think it speaks a lot for you guys that you are so ready to answer the questions even even if they might be a bit difficult uh, and that, that there's also going a lot of thought in this project and that there's not a set uh thing that you have thought out and not uh, able or willing to divert from that 
So uh, yeah. that's we a compliment, I guess. <laughs> and it's you know, uh, I we also appreciate the great questions and we welcome it. You know, a lot of projects they'll be like, "Oh, why are you coming in and asking these things and fudding? Why are you fudding? Yeah. But for us, we're just like, uh, if you have an issue or if there's if there's uh, something we can improve upon and you can come to us and say objectively, hey, uh, you could do this better. Or what about this idea? There is no reason that we're going to say no. You know, our only goal and our only thing we care about is being the uh, best we can be, providing the most amount of hash rate, uh, making sure that we are set up to succeed for the next hundred plus years. And, you know, other than that, we're willing to change anything to better support those goals and bring more hash rate into your guys' pockets. And so, you know, if anybody does have ideas, concerns, questions, you know, whether it's in a space you want to come up, whether it's in our Discord, a DM, anything at all, we're, we, we welcome it. So amazing questions and thank you for coming up. I think we should have a segment, uh, Stump Riley, and see if anybody can stump you on this project. Oh no. <laughs> Are you would you be ready That's for hilarious. that? That's That's not, you unnecessary. You're unnecessary cool. evil. <laughs> let well, me tell you, let I, me tell I, you. I'm sure I joined, there's there's questions he doesn't have the answer for, but uh I have no I have no doubt he will look it up and he will find out what it is and he will dig in deep. And that's why I'm that's and why I'm riding with them. I mean, me too. I can second that. I just visited a different project right before they minted. I'm not going to say who, but that part doesn't matter. But I went into their server and I started asking questions and they kept responding with medium uh, article that I actually read, but I didn't fully comprehend. And and when I was asking questions, they're like, oh, I don't think you read it. And I was like, why are you belittling me? I just want to know, like, what the, I just want to know about your project. How much is mint? And like, how does it work? How does, I don't know how this, and let me tell you, man, they made me feel so unwelcome there that I just left the server. And it's not the first time that I go into a server and they get mad at me for asking questions. I'm like, sorry, I'm asking the difficult questions, but I mean, I don't judge any service, any product, any project by the the sunny days i judge them on the rainy days when the shit gets tough how do they react when i have a problem how does this company or project treat me when i come to them and say listen i have a problem can you help me some places are just like no nah, screw you but you know so i try to avoid that but uh, projects like this one and, and there are many others you know we're happy to talk happy to answer happy to hear a criticism as long as it's given with respect no no put downs and insults needed just straight talk, factual. And and then that's, you know, that that's like, like Boom said. I mean, that's why we're here because it's so straightforward, in your face, willing to to help answer, doxed, all these all these great things. So Yeah, and that's it's, that's my rant. I always I always say that intentions don't lie. You know, you can just feel the intentions of people like if they like you said belittle you for asking genuine good questions and just tell you to go read an article it, you can it it shows that their intention isn't there to improve be the best and bring you the best quality of, of whatever they're just trying to go through the motions to get get from point a to point b and whatever that looks like for them and you know with nfts a lot of times people see it as a quick cash grab and it's you know it, it sometimes it just shows and 
you know, which we try to be the best we can be. And that's all we can really do, you know? And so you guys, uh, you guys, I appreciate you guys for the compliments on the project and, you know, it's compliments to yourselves as well. Cause you guys are just as big of a part of the project as me or anybody on our team. And I mean, it goes back to our quote that we always say, uh, built by you for you. And I mean, that's super true. I mean, I'm even looking to get as many of our NFTs as possible because just because we're creating something that not only is amazing for you guys, but is, you know, up to par with some of like any, any way you can get into mining. And for me, I'm like, well, I could keep expanding my personal facilities and stuff, or I could just give it to full spend and then just buy full spend NFTs and be a part of this. And so it's, it's really awesome. I, to me, that is another amazing part is that you, the founder is willing to just put their, like their part of the 10%, their, what they've earned while making it right back into the project. But yet this project is going to pay him in the end. You know, I mean, the, with the mining and stuff like that, it's, it's almost more, it's more cost efficient to be involved in this because if you own your own miner and stuff, you have every, you know, you have upkeep and electric and you got to hassle out the noise and all that. This is like the best of, of the world, uh, you know, as far as for me, where I don't have room to have a mining facility or anything like that. This is, this is just yeah. an opportunity I'm really looking forward to, you know. You touched on a big point. You touched on a really big point. What's you have that? a founder investing their own in the project. showing you that it's theirs that they're putting it in if they didn't believe in the project why would they ever right so that's that's one big point uh that i wanted to stress and then uh i see uh k sidious he's got his hand up if i'm not mistaken let's let's let this man speak or person (laughs) i was just trying the the buttons here like a boomer (laughs) no uh no i I actually have a question because you said you were going to um uh, have your own miners uh, are these miners uh, only generating when the nft is like turned on or off because um i don't think it stops your miners from mining if someone chooses to put their nft on the market and it doesn't uh, generate rewards anymore because if if it would be uh, if it would be dependent on the nft being turned on or off then you could also be vulnerable for like a an attack or a, a takeover by some whale action, and that was one question I had. If if there's anything like security uh, or or whale attack uh, issues that could come up with a project like this. Yeah. So um, there's a lot to unpack there. So uh, for the first section of that, which was um, what happens when the nft quote unquote isn't turned on for us that'll be staking so uh when you stake you can you can stake there's not a time limit you can just leave it staked and then you'll continuously earn rewards but say that you unstake and you go to sell it uh what will happen is the uh, percent the portion of um, the miner that you're able to rent with that will continue to run whether the funds will just go into a treasury the full spend treasury and that will just be used to uh, uh, at the discretion of the project. So we'll have the DAO that can vote. Uh, maybe maybe there, we accumulate a million dollars into the treasury and then we vote 
Oh, Bitmain just released a new the the KA five. Uh, let's let's dump the treasury, buy all of the KA fives we can, and go from there. Uh, so that's how we'll handle the uh, overflow, so to speak, of uh, when we we have mining power that's not being rented through our staking. And then um, as far as uh, Potential vulnerabilities. There's always potential vulnerabilities, and it would be very ignorant and irresponsible for me to say, oh, "No, we're we're foolproof. There's no way anything bad could happen." But we are um, we are looking into, you know, doing as many things as possible to uh, prevent those things, such as uh, anything for the treasury or anything like that is going to have a multi-signature wallet. Uh, most likely a three five wallet where three out of a total of five signatures can be possible. And uh, so with that, you know, that ensures that uh, nobody can become corrupt and decide to rug pull or take anything from the treasury or anything like that. And then um, uh, different things like, uh, like how you said, a whale attack. Uh, that is one of the big proponents for the upgradable NFTs where um if say that you had somebody buy 55 percent of the total share of nfts and they just wanted to overhaul all of the voting and the dow and all this stuff uh having the nfts that are more individual and it's an opt-in to upgrade your nft versus we're voting on if we're going to force every nft in the collection to sacrifice this to do this or this um it, it kind of disempowers the potential for an overthrow or overtaking or, you know, 55% attack or whatever you want to call it or 50% attack or whatever. So can you uh, limit the voting? Like, can somebody, can it, can you max it out? So if somebody holds, you know, X percent, no matter how many more they buy, they can't hold, or you can't track that really because different wallets, different wallets. Exactly. And I mean, uh, it's better to just develop the system in a way that is less dependent on a total vote and uh, have it be more subject to individuals where, you know, it's exactly the like what we said with the upgradable NFTs. If if it's more of an opt in or opt out, it's less of, all right, we're voting and this is going to majorly infect, uh, affect the project. Uh, the worst thing that could potentially happen would be a whale could you know, buy 55% of the NFTs and then uh, over overthrow the voting for what miners we get. And I mean, even then it's like, oh man, we get more miners. It's usually it's a, a choice between good or good and uh, subjectively, which one's better, you know? And it's like, it, no matter what, what you do, you're going to end out on top as long as you're buying the latest models of miners. And, and we also have a little bit of, you know, where we can we can you know kind of um avoid some of the the risk by you know not giving terrible options you know discussing with the community and having the community choose uh what you know what what options we're voting on and just kind of you know doing it as as that kind of a basis and so i mean all you can do is do everything that you can. And in the end of the day, I don't think we'll have anything that is major to the point where uh, it'll, you know, it'll have any drastic negative impacts. And I mean, well, I think in order for a whale to have a drastic negative impact, they have to screw themselves over too. Exactly. Exactly. exactly yep. <laughs> you, I mean, they you really have, have to be willing to lose a lot of money 
in order to screw the project technically and they're holding the majority anyway so they're idiots if they do that at least just by my measure <laughs> exactly and it's it's like we said we can control the parameters so that at least uh we know there's we there's no options that are detrimental to the project and and uh you know so i think that i think that will will be pretty pretty set up and uh it's like you said, crypto, uh, Scotty, it would be pretty crazy to see somebody spend, you know, millions of dollars just to self-destruct. To do you have any enemies out there, Riley, we need to know <laughs> about or what? Wait, do you have enemies with millions of dollars? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the important enemies. It's and just... we're, not, we're not calling anybody cockroaches here. We're... No. <laughs> so no. I don't think we'll ever get to that point either. That, no, that, that is a great question, though, and um, I'm glad yeah. you brought it up because we, you know, us as a team, we talk about this stuff all the time. And it, it, it sometimes I forget, like, what we talk about just internally versus kind yes. of what is shared with the community. And we've put a lot of thought into all these topics. And, and as Boom has said in the past, like, we have a great team and we're always trying to figure out problems, you know, pulling together our experiences. And so th th this is a great discussion. And yeah, but that's the thing, because um, if you want to be here, even in this space, then you need to want to be a part of the team or just get out. 100%. And uh, Quesadillas, like, if you have ideas for, oh, you guys could do this to better, you know, uh, secure or uh, prevent these common things that could happen or common potential issues, uh, you know, it's like we're always open ears and more than happy to entertain and discuss it. So I, I can vouch for that comment right there. Today I uh, sent uh, Riley some uh, opinions and uh, and he's not mad. Oh, good, right? <laughs> yeah, most certainly. And it's, uh, it's valuable information. You know, it's like uh, we're trying to just be the best that we can be. So getting the, the opinions, insights, uh, objective reasonings as to why really put stuff into perspective for us. Then we, well, you know, sometimes you can get lost in your little shell and your little world and, and making sure everything FSYC is going, you know, going right. And then you're not really, you know, getting a pulse on what the people are feeling or thinking or questions, but, but yeah, you're open to mall and everything like that. I've never seen you turn down a question, honestly. So yeah, and that's also why we have the entire team too. You know, it's like I, I'm only we one. We have a few in here. I've, I've heard a few in spaces uh, self-admittingly uh, point out that they do wear the blinders and are in KDA only. So it's it's good for them to be in here with us too to hear what uh, some people from from outside are looking in, thinking perspective, right? Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've honestly been sitting here reading uh, the white uh, paper <laughs> quietly because this was very interesting. I was like, oh, I need to really read this. I, I hadn't read it before. This is pretty cool. How, how, how's the white paper so far? Um, I'm still reading it. I will. Uh, I'm almost done. I'm just kind of looking around. I, I read the whole the first uh, beginning about the founder. And I'm just kind of slowly just taking information and on top of that, trying to listen to you. So I'm not like speed reading through the whole thing. But um, thanks for putting me on the spot. I'm at the <laughs> part that it says 9,999 otters. And <laughs> I passed that already. So 
right. It's an easy <laughs> read. It's, you at it's long but easy. You prove that you've got it in front of you anyway, so you're good. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> no, I am reading it because I, I love reading white papers, and I'm going to get you next time we have a rumble con. Oh, no. Just no. You know. no. What? No, no. I got a whole stack of white papers, if that's what you love. Just give me some feedback after. Yeah, no kidding. I fall asleep with those things sometimes, especially when I used to read them for coin, tokenomics. Uh, NFT projects, white papers are easy in comparison to reading entire coin tokenomic white paper. Well, this one is long, a long read, but like you said, it's pretty simplified and they break it down. And I am not by oh, it's any an means easy a, read. a strong reader. It, it's just long, but it's it's easy, yes. But So you have uh, Sidious raising his hand as well. Do you have oh, another question oh. for us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm that annoying one in the classroom. No, no you've been great. <laughs> I love this. It makes uh, I love I love answering questions. It's one of my favorite things. So, let's okay. hear it. So, um, basically, you won't have a native token, right? Just based on KDA right now, not uh, dollar oh, sign yeah. FSYC. No. None. Wouldn't that take away from the desire to stack KDA? Yes, that's why. Yeah, that's why I asked because, um, what was the other question again? No DeFi, just early KDA rewards. Okay, cool. I'm gonna think about it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I forgot. It's, it's pretty no nonsense, and that's another reason I'm very. I got very interested in this this project, and I pretty much nagged Riley to the point where he had no choice but to put me on the team. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was a rabid fan from early on, and me and Riley have had a lot of great conversations in Discord, uh, you know, in our chat, in the chats and stuff like that, and a couple private ones, and and yeah, we talk a lot, and uh, I I trust him, I, I really do, and and trust I don't give out real easy, so you know, for whatever that's worth, <laughs> our entire team feels more like a family than it does like a it does. Buddies uh, hanging out, yeah, yeah, and it, and that's really awesome because it's like, I don't know, I don't like ever wake up and I'm like, ah, oh, I, I have so much to do. I'm like, oh, dude, talk so much to do. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is gonna be awesome. I'm I'm doing it alongside some of the coolest people, and we all joke and laugh as we go through it, and you know, take on the challenges, and always it's it's just honestly amazing and beautiful and. Uh, it's. I think we're create. We're curating something really special here. So, oh, Riley, before before Egg Levin's head explodes, would you please announce that we are playing poker tonight? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what wait? What time is the poker tonight? I should know. Um, but I forget what I forget what he's got set. But didn't uh, you say seven p.m. Eastern earlier? That's what you said earlier. That's my that's my AMA talking about oh, our okay, poker thing. This is this is FS eight. Uh, this is our FSYC poker thing that Hold we're on. having. Let me uh go into the Discord yeah. really quick. Get I'm the info so I can plug it correct, and we'll. Ah, I put you on the spot. Sorry about that. I the, the, looked the, it up before I, I answer. The one question I can't answer. You guys got it. Wins poker tonight. Gotcha. <laughs> I win. What is it? One of those poker players? Aren't we handing out white lists here? I've never actually played with, with the on Discord. No. Minor. Wow. Sorry. Sorry I slowed everything down. Um. I think it's eight o'clock tonight yeah, at, yeah. at Eastern. We should find that link and share it too. 
we can. Let's find it. Yeah, I mean, if you don't find the info now, just anybody interested should plan to go look at the uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, it is. It would probably be in about three, three to four hours, I'm thinking. So, you know, around there. But we'll get the time here. We've been really focused on the project and some of the games and stuff have been neglected. So we got to get better at that too. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it's busy. I just want to let everybody know I'm, I'm on page eight. Um, the uh, Mint distri Distribution and NFT Tokenomics. Thank you. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. You'll see how much is set aside for future repairs and upgrades. You'll see all that oh, stuff. Oh, goodness. Look at him. <laughs> well, I've read it. So, I mean, oh. that's why I say it was an easy read. It looks super long, but then it's like a few minutes later, you're like, I'm almost done. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, the only question I had was the time frames, which are uh, kind of, uh, you know, it's got a, a time frame, not a specific date for obtaining miners, three to nine months, but uh, that was the only part I was confused on. And that's less about obtaining the miners and um, entirely about uh, the logistics behind the transformers, which is what takes the power. Uh, from from the power lines and converts it into the correct voltage for the miners. And so uh, with everything going on in the world, the lead times on those are incredibly messed up. And so uh, for that, uh, basically the longest it would take is nine months. However, we could pay, you know, a few extra thousand, maybe 10,000, 20,000 and uh, cut in line and basically get first priority for the next available transformers. And that would put us down to, you know, around the three months. So it's more of a construction of the data center uh, roadblock versus obtaining the miners. However, uh, we are building the pre-sale data center. Uh, we've decided that as long as it's um, makes sense and financially makes sense, we're going to be building the current mining facility that I'm in uh, up to support uh, close to uh, the entire collection so we could sell out and host all of the miners in the current facility, which will kind of be one of the, like a backup. And then we'll be able to, uh, you know, use the space for any uh, time, things like that. Say we have to wait nine months, we can at least buy all the miners we need, start mining in that nine months, and then move into the space once the transformer gets shipped. And then say in the future, uh, we are waiting for more immersion tanks for our uh, miners to go into the new miners that we just bought, you know, say it's 2030. And um, we'll be able to uh, say we're waiting on the tanks, but we have the miners, we can overflow into the uh, current facility and, you know, always have that extra cushion to utilize and ensure that we don't have any miners that are collecting dust while we're waiting for, you know, construction to happen. So that, that's what the three to nine months is. Nice, nice. I see K. Sidious. I think he remembered his question. Uh, uh, let's hear it. Yeah, go for it, Mr. Sidious. <laughs> it's a, it's a different one right now. Um, <laughs> do you have Do you need the certification for uh, being able to use the cooling liquid? Uh, because I just heard you talking about tanks, but or are there separate tanks that are certified at uh, the time of buying, or how does that work? Because you, you don't need time to uh, wait for uh, 
certification or, or approval from from some kind of board of uh, politicians talking over like there hazard, or something like hazardous that. material type stuff you talking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um no, we we don't have to. There's no issues with that. It would just be more of lead time. So, uh, say that they were backlogged on the uh, polyethylene or whatever that word is of the what they build the tanks out of. Say that there was a shortage and we had to wait six months to get more tanks to host the miners, but we got the miners already. Uh, that that's more of what that would be applicable to. Uh, and yeah, so it would only be, uh, logistics, meaning, uh, waiting for the equipment to get here and so forth. So, uh, similar to even the transformer where, uh, they're just backordered so much, they're not able to produce enough and we would potentially have to wait nine months. It would just be, uh, we would just be building the extra space to, uh, you know, be able to mine without waiting for that, uh, that infrastructure. Cool. And of course, the, the reason that I'm thinking about that is I work as a an engineer in the petrochemical engineering part in in, in Holland. Nice. nice. So, so I was talking. I was thinking about those issues because I, I I see a lot of issues with companies that need to have their certifications in order, but don't think about it on time, and then uh, they uh, they lose uh, a lot of dollars per day for not having their shit together. So. Yeah, and um, specifically for all of the uh, engineering and certification that we would need for the immersion um, mining, we we let that stay in-house. Sorry, someone was calling me. Uh, we let that stay in-house um, with the manufacturer of the immersion technology uh, uh, for a lot of reasons, just because uh, they have engineers that are uh, specifically, uh, they've been doing immersion, uh, you know, designs and all that stuff, engineering, immersion engineering for, you know, the, the life of the company. They've done a lot of research. They put millions of dollars into research. Uh, they're, they're, you know, you give them the layout of your facility, how many you want, and they will, you know, bring back everything you need, da, 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 da. And it, uh, it, it's a lot more coherent. Uh, it, it also helps with the, um, fact that some of the some some things are not compatible with different cooling liquids so uh say that uh we decided to run a pvc pipe for the uh plumbing of the emergent tanks uh it could if we use the wrong type of sealant for the pvc pipes it could not be compatible with the emerging uh fluid and so uh for us we are doing everything in-house of the emerging company so uh, they they know what uh, what what is compatible and what isn't compatible. They do a lot of research for the flow uh, into the miners to make sure that this, the version of miner that you're doing uh, is is compatible. That the uh, cooling will be efficient enough. Uh, that the dry cooler that will be cooling the emerging liquid will be efficient enough. Uh, that your you know a lot of different things such as even that the uh, uh, power supplies that are on the miners uh, will have enough power to do the overclocking that we hope. And, you know, because obviously if a power supply can't give enough power, you're you're not going to be overclocking without doing custom modifications. And so uh, we, we're just keeping as much of that in-house as possible. And then 
just because, you know, they're a company that's putting millions of dollars into that research. So instead of trying to reinvent the wheel and do our own research for immersion cooling, uh, it'll be far more efficient, safer, profitable, just all around better to, you know, let the professionals do that. And we focus on building the data center and having our engineers do, uh, you know, uh, the electrical engineering and the, uh, I'm forgetting the word for it, but um, uh, basically just like the buildings and uh, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, structural letting, letting the professionals do what they what they do best and, you know, doing what we do best as well. Smart. What is actually the percentage of noise reduction because of the immersion cooling? Uh, could you say that again? I don't know if my phone is glitching, but you were very, very quiet. Uh, sorry. Uh, can you hear me now? No, he wasn't quiet. It's your phone. I could hear him loud. Right. I'm sure everybody else would agree. Oh, it is my phone. Okay. Oh, no. It's dying. You shouldn't have immersed it in the toilet. <laughs> Um, uh, that's that's the that's the problem with this brand. When you when you dunk it in the when you immersion cool your phone in your toilet, it doesn't work too well. You know, the question I had was, what is actually the noise reduction percentage because of the immersion cooling? Because I I bet that would be a a big thing in the future with everybody growing green mustaches and uh, getting horny of everything that's good for the environment. So. <laughs> Yeah, so the noise reduction is actually, I think it's like 90% where um, the the only noise that you, you remove all of the fans from your miner. And, um, you know, with that, uh, removing all of uh, your fans from the miners, you don't have the noise, which that's where, mo not, I mean, that's where 99.9% of the uh noise comes from is the giant fans that are pushing all the air through. And so uh, it becomes um, the miners don't make any noise. And the only thing making noise is the uh, water pumps and the uh, dry coolers. So um, the, the dry coolers have their own rating and you can spend more to get a better rating. But for the locations that we're looking at, um, you know, we're not too worried about that. Uh, so it, it it does reduce the noise quite a bit, but it's a trade-off between how much noise the dry cooler produces and versus how much noise the, uh, um, you know, I mean, what's the, the standard fans would what's make. What's the purpose of reducing noise other than being green, noise pollution? Uh, just just exactly that. There's no, there's no purpose okay. other than that noise is, you know, annoying. <laughs> um, can I ask a question? Of course. Now, if I missed it, my bad, I was reading, but where are these miners going to be located? Yeah, and so uh, we're looking at a few potential options. Um, right now, we're almost positive we're going to be located in Colorado. Uh, and uh, that was based off of just the ambient temperatures and max temperatures that we reach uh, in the locations we're looking at in Colorado. And... Um, also, the fact that Colorado is uh, has been pro crypto for quite some time, which is good. Um, the other options that we're looking at, and uh, we'll still, uh, we're still, you know, if if something arises that is undeniably better for the project, we are also looking for. Um, we are also looking at uh, Texas. Uh, we're also looking at Wyoming, possibly, and. 
there were a few others that we were looking at that just don't look quite as uh, possible, plausible as those uh, three. So does that answer the question? Um, yes, it, it does. And I, I have one. I'm so sorry. I was just going to ask further into that question. Is it in a warehouse? Like what type of facility is it? An industrial location or? Yeah, so we're going to be building our own uh, building. And it's going to be a, I forgot the proper name for it, but C, like CMD or something, concrete, mortar, something. So uh, we're going to be, we instead of doing like a metal warehouse, just because of security, we're going and uh, there's a few reasons for it. Uh, one being security, but also with uh, logistics and everything going on in the world, it's actually up to par for cost. Um where it's not that much more to go from a steel building into a uh, uh, concrete and mortar building. And then we get a lot of added security. So we're going to be building our own uh, facility unless we find a facility that fits with the dimensions that we're you know looking for and works out. There, there has been um, one or two that may make sense with uh, the budget. But uh, overall, I think we're going to most likely be uh, building our own. Awesome. Does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, where I live here, I live in Vegas. Uh, here in Vegas, I mean, there is no metal warehouse. Everything's concrete here um, and cheap, generally speaking. But uh, but yeah, that, that definitely answers my question. And I know that, um, I'm sorry I didn't get your name, but I know she has another question. I'm so sorry to have interrupted you. Oh, no, it's fine. It, would, it It's totally fine. Um, so my other question is, um, I know in New York, they had, um, there was a crypto mining facility that was a little bit too close to, um, wildlife and stuff. And it was like overheating the, um, you know, water and it was kind of messing up the ecosystem. And my question is, have you got, is that something that you guys have already, um, thought about or, you know, because, how much heat it brings also does affect the ecosystem. And I do know about this because um, they had checked the temperatures of the lake right by the uh, crypto mining facility and the temperatures kept um, were too, were rising too much and it was not hospitable for, you know, the ecosystem and for the actual fish that were natural to there. Yeah. And um, I, I definitely think that we're doing some pretty good due diligences with that. Um, Mainly being that in Colorado, the land that is cheapest is uh, pretty barren. Uh, the, the the only thing within a you know a hundred two hundred mile radius is uh, you know shrubs, uh, basically in just in the plains, and uh, it's pretty much uh, you know uh, dirt from <laughs> as far as the eye can see, and uh, so uh, yeah, I mean. One thing about Kadena is that uh, they have the green mining initiative. So uh, we have had our environmental impact uh, in mind as much as possible, uh, being that we're, you know, we're going to be uh, purchasing renewable green energy to not only power our miners, but the rest of the facility. And, you know, if, if there's any ways that we can be more uh, supportive of our surrounding environment and, the impact we have globally, I think that, you know, we're more than open to it. And, you know, I invite, I invite you to, if you have any ideas for how we could better uh, prepare for that and better, uh, you know, support the environment around us. uh, I think that, you know, we're always open to it. And that's also one of the cool things about our DAO is that uh, 
with your votes, we can vote to do things. It doesn't just have to be, oh, we're buying more miners. We're doing this. Uh, we could vote to withhold a percentage of our uh, mint fund or our mining to buy solar panels, to plant trees and offset uh, the carbon of uh, like other crypto miners that aren't doing it as green as us or, you know, restore a habitat that was destroyed by another uh, farm that was not doing the due diligences. So uh, we're, de- we're certainly trying to do our best and, you know, we're open to improving as always. So hopefully, hopefully uh, did that answer your question? Absolutely. I was just um, being curious and wanting to make a little conversation. Thanks. Yeah, most certainly. And I think that's like a really um, important, important thing. And, you know, that that, that goes for uh, the mainstream adoption of all crypto. And, you know, that's uh, one of the reasons why we uh, have, you know, we're going to, we're, one part of our project that's uh, going to be just kind of like a little fun thing is we're going to do uh, where you can pool your mining rewards and enter into sweepstakes uh, or more so sacrifice your mining rewards. And then we use those for sweepstakes. And uh, uh, I have a background in social media. And so uh, with those sweepstakes, we'll be able to broadcast them onto social media. And uh, what we're trying to do is further the adoption of cryptocurrency where it's not, they see something fun. They enjoy the content similar to the content that I'm already making. And then they want to learn about crypto, want to learn about the community and so forth. And so bringing that back to the uh, environmental impact and everything, you know, that's a big reason that people don't like Bitcoin. And that's a big reason why Kadena made their consensus mechanism like a thousand times, it might even have been 10,000 times more uh, efficient than Bitcoin itself. So it uses a, a ten thousandth of the electricity per transaction than Bitcoin. And so, you know, uh, I think that it just goes along with, you know, wanting to push this further for mainstream adoption and be accepted globally. And I think that, you know, thinking of those things is super, super important. So thank you for the, you know, awesome question and awesome conversation. Uh, we do have two more people to request to speak. So um, we're going to we're going to switch this into a kind of raise your hand to speak type vibe. And, and that way we won't uh, get anybody talking over each other or cut people in line. So I'm going to approve those two people to come up. And then uh, in your reactions, the furthest right reaction will be a little hand raising. And if you click that, we'll uh, kind of do a, you know, a, a line for people to talk, ask questions and chat. So I'm going to bring all the rest of them up. And if you guys would please just, you know, raise hand to chat and then mute after, uh, after you, uh, we, we talk or whatever, uh, you guys are more than more than open to it. So, uh, case city has had his hand up and then we'll go to, uh, rich Davis. One second before you, we do that. Poker is tonight, 8 PM Eastern, uh, on our discord. So just to let everybody know, I found out the time. I didn't do not have a post, but uh, I do have a time. So carry on. I believe you called up Sidious. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the the reason I asked about uh, environmental issues is because that is, I think, will be one of the biggest things to get your project adopted. Um, seeing as ev- where everything is is going in in, in society. Uh, and also uh, the bills in Congress and stuff like that, what they're working on, um, because they call it an attack 
on Bitcoin, but also if you can subvert that, then your future is pretty much set. So what I was thinking about is if the uh, immersion liquid gets heated, uh, you, you must have some kind of heat exchanger or cooler. And if you could link that to uh, some kind of greenhouse or something in the vicinity of your facility to reuse that energy or that heat that is generated, uh, maybe even for your own power, that is also a big uh, part of being green, right? Most certainly. And uh, we've actually been, uh, along with our engineer, we've been uh, thinking of ways that we can actually do that, what use cases we could have. And uh, I think it would be cool, especially in Colorado, if we uh, did something like like what you said, uh, use it for any sort of facility. Uh, we we were actually considering partnering with like uh, like a big hotel or uh, you know a tr- uh, training facility where they need to keep pools heated year round or different stuff like that where we could actually use the uh, the the energy from it and you know I think that we'll certainly have uh, opportunities for that and uh, I think for our initial our initial uh, developments we. We'll be keeping it uh, pretty much, you know, uh, as simple as possible. Where uh, it, it it might be, it might be very costly to do something like, uh, you know, renovating and developing uh, a way to heat all of the water for a hotel or something like that. And um, so we have been thinking about it, and uh, you know, I think that that'll be something that will kind of will be up to the DAO where uh, if anybody has ideas or ways that we can, we can utilize that and redirect it. uh, It would, you know, it'd be cool. And uh, I mean, I have my own ideas about it and I don't want to go on rants about it, but I think it'd be cool to develop a uh, alcohol uh, propelled uh, steam motor or turbine. And uh, basically as the, uh, as the heat, you know, you're getting the heat out of the liquid, you transfer that into a liquid that is uh, easier to evaporate at the temperature of the cooling liquid and use that to recirculate and uh, use the expansion of the steam to turn a a turbine that could uh, generate more power and put the power right back into the mining facility. And so, I mean, that's, that's my own personal little thing that I, that I think would be cool, but uh, that's why we have our DAO is just so that anybody can have an idea, uh, come up and, you know, uh, collect like how, how we're probably going to do it is similar to, um, uh, you know, uh, I think, I think the U S does this. I'm not hundred percent sure how, but, uh, if you get a petition with enough signatures, it goes to a formal vote. And so we'll do something like that, where if you get enough wallets to sign, uh, an idea you have then it'll get advanced into a official voting round and then if it's voted to implement uh we can you know implement it and so forth so uh i definitely i don't think we have anything 100 percent planned yet just because we're trying to stay focused on the uh, initial goals but we've definitely thought about it and definitely think it would be cool and i think that uh in our in our time as a project we certainly will very cool. Hey, if you if you are able to, sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but no, 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 while no, you no, were go, go, on go. that subject, how hot 
does it get when you say, what can we do with this heat energy? I mean, how much heat are we talking? What degrees, like, approximate? Can it boil water? Uh, I can only speak for air cooling because that's uh, where most of my mining experience comes from. Uh, so uh, air cooling, you can see upward of 120 degree air coming out of the miners. Um, as far as immersion cooling, I don't know if it will get that hot. I, I assume that it, uh, the exhaust of the cooling coolant would be similar, but, um, I'm not, and I'm not, uh, prepared to accurately answer that question. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, most certainly. But, uh, I, I, I definitely think that you could use it for you know, supplementary of a lot of things, but, uh, you know what that looks like. Not quite sure yet. So we have Katie Crocs requesting to speak. How's it going? How's it going y'all doing well, doing well. How are you? Excellent. man. thanks. Hey, so, um, on the topic of the immersion cooling systems, um, I was speaking with a supplier actually, cause we wanted to get a couple of those. Um, they said that it does reduce hash rate. So I haven't actually got it in yet to try it, but um, I don't know if you guys have any. I, I just you just said you don't you've done air cooling, but not immersion cooling. So I just kind of I want to bring that to your attention because before, um, you know, you guys go gung ho into that. There there is some uh, some reduction in hash rate when you use immersion coolers. Hey, um, not, I'm not sure what uh, company you're going with or what miners you guys are planning to host. Yeah, but um, I these these were for Katie Goldshell Katie sixes specifically. I don't know how accurate um, it is that the cooling would uh, reduce the hash rate. Um, it, I I don't know what what project you're working with to do the cooling, but it might be something to do with the engineering behind the fluid, which okay. may. Uh, reduce how what what capacity you can run them at um for for the uh for the project for the company that we're working with they have uh multiple tests they've ran and have multiple projects that are actually getting uh 40 percent more out of the kd6s by immersion cooling and having the uh proper flow plates and proper um everything set up so i'm i'm not I don't think that's applicable to the systems that we're doing. And, you know, we're, we're hiring a company that has uh, done millions of dollars in research and engineering for their uh, fluids, their flow plates, their immersion tanks. So I, I can only speak for ourselves, but I know that that is not the case for the uh, companies that we're working with. All right. Well, I guess. And then my next question is, uh, can I get one? Uh, (laughs) One of what? what? (laughs) What one of your so the immersion cooling systems you're talking about they're kind of on a larger scale is that right it's not like per uh it's not like for a singular unit yeah no definitely not there yeah, I think okay. they are thirty okay. units the one we're buying okay yeah yeah that's that's a big difference then yeah for sure cool man hey well how can I check out more about what you guys are doing I, I just stumbled upon this AMA and uh um mining Kadena was uh he he's one of the mods in our in our Discord. And I saw him on here, so I hopped on. So I'm 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 new to you guys, but I'd like to learn some more. Uh, I'd go Heck to yeah. our, and, our uh, Discord for sure. We 
we have our uh we have our white paper out uh you can check that out on full spend yacht dot on the internet i don't know why i said on the internet it's probably obvious that our website's on the internet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah also if you want to shoot me a dm i'm down to uh give you guys links to uh every everything that we do for our immersion cooling and uh i think they do make uh tanks that are less than the 30 um 30 capacity but uh yeah there's there's a lot to it and i, I you know just shoot me shoot me a text um i'm uh riley pettit on discord uh, if you go into our discord and just dm us or dm me or any of the staff for that matter or even on the full spend yacht club account yeah uh, i would love to you know help you guys and chat about mining that's awesome man appreciate that of course and are you guys a project on kadena yeah yeah, course, yeah. i was gonna ask the same what project kd crocs nice yeah we're yeah, all check gonna need some links yeah yeah check it just check out uh my twitter everything the link tree is all uh, all in there we need whitelist um there's about 20 <laughs> there, there's about 20 left for the ogs on the whitelist right now so if you guys get get in on the discord i mean it's an automatic whitelist right now up until 100 then we're gonna you know just uh, run promos after that for the whitelist very nice, very nice. That's exciting. Yeah. I'll have to check you guys out. Yeah, maybe man, we could sure. do a uh, collab space sometime. Oh yeah, I'd love, I'd love to do that. I love you guys' project, by the way. Hey, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Sweet. So we had uh, Rich Davis with his hand up next, and then we'll go to uh, Vagian. Uh, what was the last name on that? Sasarowski. I'm sorry if I butchered that, but I like your name. So, Rich, how's it going? What's up, guys? Yeah, I keep getting phone calls in, uh, in the middle of the AMA. So I, I don't even know what you guys talked about in like, the last 45 minutes. Never worry, never worry. We're, we've you, been going all over, the, all over the place, all over the space, so to speak. You guys <laughs> talk about the K3 and the price tag? Uh, did they release a price tag? Uh, I got some inside info from somebody. Leak it, saying, leak it. They were saying 29. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that's right about. That's right about where I was thinking. I was thinking twenty five, but I'm sure we'll be able to get it for twenty five bulk. I'm sure we will. I mean, that's just word of mouth from somebody to, to me. So I don't know how. Yeah. How like I don't think it's official, but. Yeah, I think. Um, I think there's ways to kind of uh, backward. Uh, navigated some projects got early access uh, to some and if you calculate the total amount of hash rate that they're distributing and the amount of money that they've raised you can kind of uh, do math based on total hash rate per miner how much they raised how much hash rate they're getting therefore how many machines they have and then theoretically how much they spent per machine based on what percentage of their mint was going into that so I, I, I would I, I would probably think that that's uh, somewhat somewhat similar accurate, but who knows? Only time will tell. And uh, you know, we're we're still progressing our conversations with Bitmain about uh, getting them and pricing and uh, logistics. So we're definitely definitely uh, chasing that as well. But that's interesting to hear the 29k mark. Yeah, and then other things going around about. Uh... You can't, uh, you can't get the miners that they have to all be in Singapore. 
Uh, I think that's just for the initial distribution rounds. So uh, right now they don't want any public uh, getting a hold of them. So if you want to gain access to them, I think you have to buy them and host them with uh, Bitmain. And I think the idea behind that is, is that they can monitor and uh, finalize their kind of like uh, testing and viability tests for the miners. But I'm not 100% sure about that. I That's just what it seems like. And what it, from past uh, experiences, what it seems like they're doing. Yeah, I agree. I do. I do have stuff about the. You know, everybody's got an opinion. So, about this green. Everybody being green and mining. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to want to do all those things, but you, with with like what Riley's trying to do, you know, you're talking about five million dollars worth of miners. You know, you can't just put that in a hotel. You know, like. That's just easy pickings for people to steal, you know. So, I mean, we all want something good, good to be done with the, you know, the heat to be able to do something. But like a lot of things, just aren't, you know. There's got to be. It's it's not about being green. It's not about being green. It's about being uh, having the project itself being sustainable, because the the cry out for doing things green will be greater and greater and if you want to stay until 2121 then you can't not think about it no i I mean i mean we we all want like i i want you know i want something to be done with with to be able to use the use case of the heat but that you know you're talking about having a facility you know you can't just put these miners anywhere you can't put them in the city you can't put them downtown you know you got you gotta you know have them secured somewhere else that's a good point but i think that's a cart before the horse discussion i think yeah so there's some more hands up uh we want to get to them or you guys are done yeah i guess i'm done yeah well thank you for the question no worries no worries feel free to raise your hand again if you know if you have anything to come up uh Vagian, how's it going? We also want clarification on pronunciation of this name, please. Yeah, I was literally just about to say, and uh, (laughs) And Vagian, if you could tell us. I wanted you to say it. I was like, is he going to say it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I'm glad we were all thinking it. No, we weren't. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys are wild and out in this space. Well, no, I mean, crazy. you guys all know Borat and how he pronounces things. Yeah. Um, Bag- Bagian? You there? Maybe, Bagian? Maybe he took a break. Yeah. Jaworski? Bagian, are you still there? Your hand is up. Oh, he's laughing at us now. You are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, can you hear me, guys? <laughs> yes. Loud and clear. Okay, uh, it's Vagan. It's Vagan Tsarovsky. Uh, actually, it's a nickname. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nickname because I'm kind of look like a Russian, but I'm not actually. I'm Greek, and uh, it's just a nickname. So may I proceed? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Uh, there is just one question I want to ask because. Uh, First of all, congratulations for, for your project. Uh, it's looking really amazing. 
And I wanted to ask, uh, what are your plans for future regulations that could possibly affect crypto mining? mining? Uh, because as far as I know, in USA, it's kind of strict regarding crypto, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a great question. That's that's a really great question. And um, so the main thing that we do is uh, we're, we're not, uh, we, when we build the facility, uh, you know, we're trying to build it as modular as possible so that if we did need to move, um, like say something crazy happened that was completely detrimental to the project, we would be able to move and uh, kind of recreate the same the same thing and uh, recover our losses on the land and building that we built by selling it as we move. And um, that would be like a total loss scenario where uh, things are looking really bad <laughs> and, you know, they say the U S bans crypto or something, uh, we would be looking to move to a, uh, a country that is supportive of it. And we are fully willing to do that. And, um, if it's a regulation, uh, you know, we're just going to have to abide by the regulation. Uh, if, if a regulation is too, uh, detrimental to the success of the project, you know, we're, we're more than willing to move and, uh, do what we need to do to ensure that uh, we're profitable. But uh, that that's also why we're choosing uh, the states that we're choosing is just because they, um, on a state level, they are far more uh, pro-crypto. Uh, there's people in office that are trying to build the states to have a future with crypto and accept it and, you know, all of this stuff. So uh, we, we are, we are, we're, you know, we're doing as good as we can. Uh, we can't predict the future, but we're we're completely ready to, you know, dance with any uh, circumstances that come up. Does that answer your question? Yep. Thank you. Hey, most welcome, and thank you for the great questions. We we had Big Boom with his hand up. What's up, Mister Booms? Uh, just a quick little thing. I sent you the Poker Now link for tonight. So if you want to share that to the this tweet, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, that uh, so that's all I had. So, all right, Booms, you're going to be the host for the next ten minutes. I'm going to go and tweet this. Oh, ten goodness. minutes. I'm going to talk about my. Per- <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Wait, listen. He's super entertaining. You can handle I, ten minutes of. Big I home. could get. I could get in trouble in ten minutes. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Um, Well, I'll talk about my, uh, uh, me and my friend put together a uh, poker tournament. It's called Big and Eggs Poker Party. And we are having a 19 project collab uh, where the the 19 projects have given out donations for prizes and stuff like that. And we have a website. Our link is attached to the, uh, to this tweet. And um, it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. And our main goal is to open other people's eyes that are only in one chain and, and say that, oh, okay, there's a, there's a pretty good group over here that, that I might be, I don't, might be interested in. And, uh, you know, just trying to get people to diversify a little bit. I think uh, Tara has scared us a little bit about keeping all of our eggs in one basket. So I think that's one, one reason me and egg Levin, my friend uh, decided to put this together and, we're getting nothing from this. We are not holding any of the prizes. You'll have to collect them through the, you know, the, the projects themselves. But yeah, we're just, just doing it to raise awareness and have a good time and 
bring people into other good communities with other blockchains. We've got Kadena is involved. We have ETH, one ETH project. We've got a Juno. We've got a Stargaze, um, Stargazers. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's Polygon. I almost forgot them. Uh, very important one. We've got some pretty good good ones in that but uh, it's just to get people to mingle and meet some other cool people there's a lot of cool people in these spaces and um so yes it's on the 27th we are going to be having an ama before um so at 5 30 eastern we're going to start and hopefully all of the projects can show up and they can talk about their project a little bit um, we'll have some giveaways during that AMA. Um, we'll mostly give out some poker chips. I believe Egg Levin has put together maybe an NFT or two uh, that we've got that were do- that was donated to us. So our AMA will also have prizes. So you'll want to check out for that. Um, early registration will get you uh, extra chips. I see we have already got 25 that are registered. So they're going to be getting that extra bonus of chips. And um, is there room for more to earn that bonus? What do you mean? Oh, yes, yes. We can register we can early. How much time have we got? Oh, no. Well, beforehand, <laughs> just basically before the AMA, I believe. So I'll have to so get if I go uh, today or tomorrow. It's early enough for sure. Yeah, this is okay. until the 27th. So, but so uh, I go ahead. I did get the uh. So to clarify, the poker that Booms is talking about is not the poker that we just posted a link to. Uh, so I just yeah. pinned, or at least I tried to pin. We'll see if uh, see if uh, Twitter will cooperate with me today. But um, let me try one more time. Uh, we just pinned in the space, or try, we're trying to pin at least. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the, we're, we're having poker tonight as well and just for a full spend and uh, so why won't it let me pin that it so looks like you have a pin you have a pin tweet here in the in the AMA right now uh, from uh, from Egg uh, poker link is live that, sign up early yeah but that's, that's that going to be the one our poker yeah that's going to be the one on the 27th uh, it won't let me pin it to the space. So if you guys just go to Full Spend Yacht Club's profile, uh, we just tweeted about the poker that's happening tonight, where you can win whitelist or um, uh, whitelist or some KDA if you already have a whitelist. Yes, yeah, so I'm also realizing. Go ahead. Didn't we? Uh, didn't we say we were going to give away whitelist during the space? Yes. I was going to suggest suggest you do that. We're, what, two and a half hours in? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Has it really uh, been two and a half hours? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, I I brought you all along with me to work. I've done about 100 miles driving while talking to (laughs) you (laughs) all. Nice. Glad glad we could help pass the time for you. (laughs) I visited uh, four different customer facilities as well while you guys were on with me. (laughs) So uh, are you going to split the – do we get a split? Sure. The, uh, the hourly wage. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I do very well. I'll split it with you all. <laughs> oh, so kind and generous. We appreciate it. So yeah, giveaway. Now that it's been two and a half hours. All right, let's hear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the poker that I was talking about is is mine and my friend's poker tournament that we were um, putting together, and that is on the twenty seventh. 
The one he is talking about is tonight through FSYC, full, full spend yacht club. Um, but yeah, the reason he's letting me plug uh, my little poker thing is because I'm on the team and Egg Levin's on the team and he gave me free mic right now, so he can't stop me. So, <laughs> but it, it I should think you should start of... rapping now. I should rap. You, I have a hard time. I, I have a hard time talking. <laughs> I think you might be. Your voice is great for some little John impersonations. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to get into the little John impersonations? No, I've done a couple, but no, I'm good. If Everyone lower your rep. mics, if you, especially if you have earbuds in. We're about oh, yeah. to hear a little little John. Yeah, I'm a I'm a louder individual, so I hope I hope everybody can hear me. I guess I've never even checked, but I don't know what I sound like. I don't like listening to myself, so I don't ever listen to any of the recordings I'm on. I think you have a lovely, inviting voice. Well, thank sir. you very much. Thank I agree. You. Friendly too. Thank you. That's what so I go question. For. Yes. Uh, since we decided, I mean, I guess we didn't decide, but since we happened to uh, have a space that lasted two and a half hours, uh, actually just, just turned on the two and a half hour mark, uh, should we require people to be here in the space to win the whitelists that we're giving away? That's yep. what's stated. That's what's stated, I guess. Uh, well, then, pretty much... I'm like counting the people who don't have whitelists. <laughs> it just it basically them? <laughs> just becomes everybody in the space. I'm I'm I, and uh, I'm 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 trying to think of how to do this best. Well, how many people do we have in the space right now that don't have whitelists for us? Did you count them, or do you know offhand? Show of hands. Who doesn't have a whitelist space? About seven or eight. <laughs> Oh, seven or eight. Uh-oh. Rap battle. That's seven win. Uh, <laughs> Kate, Katie Crox oh, just raised his hand saying he doesn't have white list. Oh. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> There's vomit on my sweater already. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Slim Shady in the house. <laughs> Gonna get slapping pretty soon. I love me some Slim. Sorry, raise your hand. Yeah, okay. I don't know how to do yeah, I don't know how to do that. You're gonna draw forever. <laughs> Should we uh pull up Oprah Winfrey and you get a whitelist. You, you know what? whitelist. You all That's a get great a idea. I think this was a fantastic space, and I think this would be a fantastic space to do that in. If you're willing to give out seven whitelists. Yeah. Seven is a great number. Yeah, let's do it. Seven is a good number. Let's just uh, everybody here. We will give you a whitelist. I'm gonna screenshot everybody that's here and um, Discord and fill out a ticket and let us know. uh, Keep it. So I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna interrupt you. Uh, So we keep everything and anything we give away on Twitter, we keep on Twitter just so that we don't have people impersonating people. And then everything we give away on Discord, we keep on Discord. So for this, just message our Twitter account and we will. Uh, get you set up for a whitelist, and then we'll get your Discord information on the Twitter DM and uh, go from there. So definitely hit us up if you're in the space right now. Uh, we've screenshotted you. You are accounted for, and you have earned a whitelist. Uh, I think I'm going to reply to 
the tweet and instead of doing a Twitter picker or et cetera, uh, we'll just, I'll just post the screenshot of everybody that was in here and say, uh, if you're in this screenshot, you want a whitelist. <laughs> awesome. Hey, I think we've got a question. Uh, hand is raised here. Vajane, Vajin, I don't know how to say it. I'm so sorry. Silent G. <laughs> Vajian? If, if that's Vajian? Greek, Vi. then that might be why it's hard to pronounce because I once tried to speak Greek and I couldn't. <laughs> it's Vajan, Vajan. Vajan, Vajan. 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 You know, there's two types of people. There's Greeks and those who wish they were Greeks. <laughs> we'll just call him. Valid. We'll just call him Lebowski from now on. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's better. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer that. No, no, I don't have a question. I just raised the hand uh, because of the whitelist. Oh. I'm confused. Okay. I'm uh, listening to you through my mobile phone and my headset uh, from PC, and uh, I'm a bit confused with the timing of the, you know, of the speech recognition and the stuff like that. Well, you got whitelist. Just go on Twitter and, and comment that you got it here, and there'll be a screenshot and everything. Dope. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just uh, send Full Span Yacht Club uh, a DM, and we will get you taken care of. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. And, and thanks join for the you know, being here, coming up as a speaker, Sorry. chatting, and asking good questions. So we appreciate you as well. Thank you. Time to wrap it up. Or we got any more questions first? Yeah, I think uh, we could just go for open mic. If anybody just wants to speak up, uh, we can see if there's anything left. And then if not, we can carry on. As always, just want to thank everybody. It's been a, quite the pleasure to be here with you guys. I really enjoy these. Uh, I haven't done too many outside of full spend, but uh, if outside of here, these uh, spaces are like this one, man, they're a blast. So thank you all. Uh, for coming today yeah for sure we had a good turnout just for hanging learned a lot of new stuff yeah, yeah. It's, it's really refreshing to to hear that there's actually a plan and even if if something is way in the future that's also thought about because that distinguishes a project from trying to fill their bags by selling nfts and then we'll see what else this is different, and um, I think maybe that's one of the biggest USPs, uh, unique selling points for the project that should that maybe needs a little more light on it. Well, thank you. You know, we really, really try, and I mean, uh, it's it, it makes us happy that that shines through. And uh, if you have any ideas of how we can shine more light onto it, you know, we're all ears. Uh, together, our impact is greater. So. Man, today was a really great space. We had a lot of extremely intelligent people come up and chat. Uh, I know some of them aren't here still anymore, but uh, everybody that is here and everybody that left, amazing, amazing space. Uh, we really, really hope to see you know see and hear from you guys more. Uh, it was it was great. All the conversations. I mean, I even learned a lot, uh, especially about all the Do Kwan stuff and that stuff's so interesting to me and. You guys always have great challenging questions. And so I, I appreciate you all a, a lot. So hope you guys have a, a wonderful rest of your days. And uh, I guess we'll open up one last time if anybody has any questions, comments, or concerns. And if not, we'll, we'll send you all on your ways. Uh, Riley, we appreciate you too, bro. 
Okay, well, thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. For sure. Yep. Thank you, Riley. Hey, most welcome, B Bands. Yeah, we better see you in the Discord a little bit more there, B Bands. I just hopped in. I'm I'm on page ten right right now. We need you to have that same rabid rabidness about you about our group. As you got for the skellies. <laughs> Rabid? Rabid. Well, that's, that's a good thing in this case. That's a I don't know thing. if that's the most what flattering like, adjective like the, to use. <laughs> like the foaming at the mouth? That's what that is, right? Like yes. <laughs> Space skellies coming out of everywhere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you might, might start barking during spaces. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Hey, Booms, you tease me all the time. I gotta, that, I gotta take the opportunities when I can. That is true. <laughs> well, haven't you ever heard of being a rabid fan? A rabid fan, you know, like you know, someone's That's, like really into the thing. Is it rabid or avid? Yeah, avid. I think it's avid. Uh, oh, maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe I'm not hearing it right then. But I've heard rabid fan. But anyway, that's what I was going for. She likes her space skellies. <laughs> Big booms, I love you so I've been, much. I've been in thing. space skellies since, since it was Space Kingdom. Then it, then it moved over and teamed up with Skelly Punk. Then it went back on its own. I've been there since the beginning. Yep. Space Pioneer. <laughs> so, Gotta love that. Gotta love that. All right, you guys. Have a great rest of your Sundays. Stay safe out there. Um, tomorrow we have a space with wrecked v which is going to be a fun one i i assume that'll have a lot of uh, great conversations and discussions so uh you know look out for that tweet it'll be coming soon and you know hope hopefully we'll see you guys all there and continue on these amazing conversations and amazing ideas and so take care everybody and stay safe Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Full Spend Yacht Club Sunday Hangout and AMA, recorded on Sunday, September 18th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. I'll aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain got the taxes included Acting like a writer never felt secluded
get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.